Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Man, I got to calm down, dude. Dude, Um, that was awesome. Go Go to my Twitter, everybody. Go to my Twitter. Landry Locker was having it out. With the HOA. Yeah. And I caught it on video. Yeah. I caught it on video. He was uh, gesturing with his hands and uh, She imba- I mean it was it, <laughs> it was actually it was actually pretty sad, bro. I heard the end, tail end of it. The first end part of it, you were in another studio, but I was videotaping. Second part, uh, I heard, but that doesn't make sense. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't. And she couldn't explain. I told her, I said, I said, look, I'm I'm really uh I'm actually disappointed at how bad you are at explaining this. <laughs> I'm not mad. I said, like, I, I'm actually like really disappointed in how bad you are at explaining this. Like, yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually really, really disappointed. I'll be honest with you, this all isn't adding up to me. Man, <laughs> none of it makes any sense. It, it was embarrassing. So that was Landry. <laughs> yeah, it was embarrassing. So I, 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 I whatever. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. He threw a whatever. At now what are they? I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where we go whatever, now from dude. here. I'm probably going to get like evicted. Yeah. She's not going to do anything. No, she should be ashamed of herself, honestly. Yeah. Like, I don't know how she can look in the mirror. She should be, she should honestly be freaking ashamed of herself. Explain to the listeners real quick for those who get a random ticket. Man, y'all don't care. It's Valentine's Day. We got, we got, we got less than four weeks of free agency. We don't need to worry about that. Basically, they want you to have passes for your guests at your own home. So basically, they're having you register an app to where you register people to stay there. You have to do it every other three days. She already knows like everyone that's registered and. You have to register as a resident, but you can also get towed for parking in a visitor spot in your own parking place. <laughs> and it's creating all these problems. And, you know, she was real, like, direct. This is not difficult. It's easy to download the app. And I'm like, woman, <laughs> it's not about downloading the app, ma'am. It's about it's the fact that now I have to register every three days. Or if my mom wants to stay for seven days, she has to register. And the other thing is... I don't think I, I don't think it makes she said I've had many people complain. And I say, I think you're just saying many to make it sound like more. Yeah. And she so as we're further along in the conversation, she goes, Well, I've actually had fifty or sixty people already register for the thing. I'm like, Oh, so you can give specific numbers. Mm-hmm. But it's many when you're talking about the problem. Yeah. <laughs> so 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 let's let's get to the bottom of this many. How many is many? And she goes, 
yada, yada. And I go, all right, let's just at least meet in the middle here. Like, the, the rule is the rule. We're, we're going to figure this out. We're going to get this done. The rule is the rule, okay? I got you. The rule is the rule. Yeah. Can you at least admit, and I think this is where you came in, can you at least admit and meet me in the middle, ma'am, that having me register on an app and telling me that if I park in the visitor spot anyway, y'all can tow me yes. makes no rational sense. She didn't say that. She was like stumbling around like, uh, 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 The only uh, uh, thing, I, I heard the tail end of it, and then I heard, uh, well, I guess this, that's it, and well, I just, whatever, you said goodbye. I just wish you would have said, and have a happy Valentine's. No. <laughs> no, I, I don't wish that for her. So so she couldn't she couldn't explain that. Yeah. So you're having me register, but you can tow my car. This is basically I said this is basically just five or six of you, your comrades, this board that yeah. you speak of, that just want to have the right to be able to tow someone whenever they want. And I said, and honestly, you should not be able to sleep at night towing someone and cost them three hundred dollars. She's like, Well, we've had residents park in them. I'm like, Well, if my grass is too long, I get a I get a note in the mail. Yeah. Did you t- did you like directly tell the resident that that was the problem? She's like, uh, 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 uh. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, so we can at least admit that you wanting me to register is weird because you're saying I can't park in the guest parking. That's weird, right? Right. Right. right, right. Like you're, you're literally and and sh- and I go and you're just stooping around on the app anyways. And she goes. What do you mean I'm stupid in the app? I'm like, you just told me that I wasn't registered. So obviously you're just nosing around and you can see it. She's yeah. like, no, I'm not. I'm like, I'm like, well, I mean, you just did. Yeah, you just did. Basically, this is what happens. And this is this is why I'll be fine because I'm not breaking the rules. And I'm yeah. sure there's just a specific person that they want to be able to do. But basically what these people want to do and what, what they want to be able to say is we can tell anyone whenever the hell we want. Yeah. Whether it's a resident, whether it's a non-resident, we can tell anyone whenever the hell. That's what they're basically doing. They're basically just giving themselves power. They're not solving any problems. Well, I, I want to know what the problem ever was. Here, here's what she tried to say. I, I, I think the pro, I, I think the problem is that sometimes the guest parking's full. Okay. Which happens. I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a it's a community, and sometimes the guest parking is full. And I apologize to people for having to listen to this. This, oh, this is, is just awesome. This was just, I I did not anticipate this happening. So she couldn't she couldn't explain the garbage. I have to register, but you can tell me. Just admit you want to be able to tell whoever. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to tell me. I mean, I, it's fine. But I, I just told her, I said, that this. It's, it's not about that. It's about the fact that that lack of rational thinking yes. that, that, is being, that is being displayed by the people making these decisions. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me I got to register, but I can't park there and you can tell me. So what am I registering for? Yeah. What's the deal? <laughs> oh, I got to get my guest to register. And then she says there's like rules and people knew the rules when they moved in and all that. Like the, And I go, yeah, that's hall monitor talk, but okay. <laughs> so then she says this. She tells this story. And this is, this is where it was funny. And you were even laughing at this. She says that the other day <laughs> we had some lady come in and her 76-year-old mom had to park way far away because... All of the guest spots were filled by residents, and I was like, "Hold on, just a second. You, she knew the there's residents' 20, car. There's like, there's like twenty guest spots around the around the thing, yeah. and you knew for a fact that all twenty of those spots were filled by residents. Well, she lives in the neighborhood, so she knows every car. Okay, lady. <laughs> okay, now we're just making stuff up. But the bottom line is, and, and, and the and the reality is, they just want to be able to tow people whenever they can. Like a like yeah. six people want to be able to walk around and say, "I can tell you, I can tell you, I can tell you." That's fine. 
Don't have me register for an app and then say you you're not going to register. Me. Bottom line, you're not going to register. I'm not going to register for an app Thank when you. she can't explain to me why I'm registering for the app. You already have my parking information. You have my life story. And now you're sitting there and telling me that I got to register for an app, but I can be towed? Like, how did you heard her trying to make sense oh, of that? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. You heard her trying to make sense of that. Mm-hmm. And I and I I was I was actually very disappointed because when you use terms like mini, it's it's like when one like yeah. when a jackass like if a jackass like me came on that came on the radio right now mm-hmm. and I and I started it off, I said, Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig with you. Many people are saying that CJ Stroud's gonna suck in year two. <laughs> many people, huh? Maybe I saw one person on the internet yeah. say it, but you say many to make it seem more important. <laughs> many residents have complained. And and, and she's saying people that people are saying. Yes, <laughs> and that's basically what she's doing. But then oh, well, fifty or sixty people have already registered. Oh, so you can give specifics? Yeah, you can have. You do have numbers. Okay, so when it's actually a decent amount of people that have done it, yeah. you can give the you can give the numbers. <laughs> okay, but it's many when it's that. Like, come on, lady. And and some seventy year old had to go park because every single spot was residents. Go knock on their door. Yeah. Tell the resident. Tell the resident. Hey. Hey, my seventy six year old. Whatever. You know what happened the first day I got there? What's up? Hey, there's weeds on the side. Y'all got to figure this out. Okay, I got you. There you yeah. go. It's in my thing. Let's go figure it out. Hey, red. Hey, boom. Register. Uh, resident. Hey, you can't be parking in guest parking, please. There you go. Oh, well, they didn't do it. Okay, so now I got to register for an app. And every three days, I got to get this going. Give me a damn break, ma'am. I, I, I get that it's a hard job. Come but, on, Donna. No, but uh, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> Come on, Donna. Come on. But... I, I get that it's a hard job, but my thing is this, man. Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 when people are making tough decisions like this, like there's a lot of stuff like in Odyssey or something like that where yeah. they'll make a they'll make a decision. I'll say this makes no sense. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. But they can explain it to me in like a exactly. rational term. Why? Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and and explain the why a little bit. That was just a that that was that was a bad. Luck I'm glad you her. got that out. That I am too. That was awesome. Let's get some love going here. Let's get some love going. The best. Bromances slash romances in Houston. Number one, Cal and Hannah McNair. Aww, aww. Side by side through the toughest of times. Aww. And now it almost feels like they're thriving. Cal and Hannah McNair. How do you think they're spending Valentine's Day? Oh, they they do it big. They do it big. You know, I, I sometimes I feel like the 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 closer and longer you've been, the closer you are and the longer you've been together, the less priority you put on Valentine's. But I think Cal and Hannah, I mean, they still got it going. It's, they're going to do it big, right? I think at home. Do it big at home. What does that mean? Like, uh, you know, have a nice uh, dinner. Maybe somebody caters it. That kind of thing. Okay. Or maybe Cal's going to cook. He's a good cook. Okay. Maybe Cal's going to cook. Okay. Yeah. Next one, and this is a bromance. Mm-hmm. This is not a romance. CJ Stroud and Tank Dell. Loved him at the draft. Put him on his dream team. Tank Dell, C.J. Stroud. That is a, that is a bromance like no other. That is a burgeoning bromance. They're still in the honeymoon phase, and it's only going to get stronger. I like that one. I do. Bromance. Next one. It's a romance. It's a romance. They might be spending a little bit more time together. Mm-hmm. Justin Verlander and Kate Upton. Yeah. Justin Verlander, man. He uh, can't throw a baseball right now. Yeah, I want to get to that in a little bit, and uh, obviously Adam Spillane is going to be joining us, but... Uh, I have maybe what's a, a little different take on that, but I mean that's one that has uh, that has staying power. I mean they are legit, man. Uh, that's a great, and they're gonna have 
They're going to do whatever they want this February. <laughs> they might go on a vacation because they're going to have some time. Next one. Hmm? This one's deep, bro. This, deep? this one goes back. This bro one goes or ba- row? This one goes back a long time, man. Mm-hmm. Long time. Mm-hmm. John McClain and Amy Adams stink. Oh, man. He sent her something, right? Not like, like lovey-dovey, but hey, have a great Valentine's. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Amy. What's the happy Valentine's Day? Like, who, who do you wish happy Valentine's Day to? Is it just the lover? Like, what is that? Oh, no. Um, your significant other, and then uh, kids and grandkids for sure, especially the girls. Kids, like, like uh, I sent little Valentine's notes to uh, both my granddaughters, and, you know, one's, what, 15 months, and the other one is uh, not even a month. Uh, yeah, kids and grandkids. Um, that person you're really close to that, you you know, it's always going to be a friendship, but but is a woman. Um, you know, that person that you that you really, really like that's a woman. Uh yeah, yeah. You 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 gotta be pretty liberal with the with the Valentine. Do y'all do it around the office? No. No. Uh not really. Apparently it's a big deal around here. What do you mean? Everybody wearing pink and red. Seems like and- everyone's here today. Yeah, yeah, it's Wednesday. It's yeah, the only day yeah. to show up. Oh yeah, it is Wednesday. Yeah, I think it's supposed <laughs> to be food or something. So Yeah. Uh, okay. Wednesday and food, it's it's gonna be people that work here to show up. For okay. a change. Okay. <laughs> Might be some people that never worked here. So what? <laughs> I used to work here. I know they got food. I'll sit through that meeting for a little bit. Well, part of it here though is our big boss is really into holidays. Oh, she is. She's really. She's wearing holidays. a full blown pink outfit pink today, jumpsuit, man. Jumpsuit, or yeah. don't they call them jumpsuit? Something like that. Not jumpsuit. Anyway, pantsuit. Pink pink pantsuit. Uh, yeah, she's into the holidays. So you know that's going to trickle down. By the way, Fab and Fit Foods brought me some meal prep. Today? Yeah. Right nice. as I was trying to recharge. Fab and Fit Foods. Nice. Got a whole bag. Oh, salute. Got a whole bag, dude. How about that? Shout out to him, man. My guy. Figgy was all over the internet yesterday with that Lanes, man. That was good stuff. The what? Yeah. Lanes. Lanes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Figgy was doing his thing Yeah. with that. Uh, next one, and this is Figgy's favorite one, um, romances here on Valentine's Day in the loop, Sports Radio 610. Uh, Dre and Michelle and Jalen Green, allegedly. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's... Uh, that's Figgy's go-to. Allegedly. Right yeah. I don't know about that one. I think they're a real couple. Okay, well, <laughs> that's Figgy's favorite. <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know what kind of staying power that one might have. How, how long How long is that relationship going to last? Well, I mean, I think yeah, at least 18 years from what, I, <laughs> from what I'm hearing on the internet. At least, at least another 18 years and 18 and a half years or something like that. Man. That's All what right. I hear. I don't know. All right. Know whether that's true or not. Is her and their son cool? Or her, uh, her son and him, cool. I don't know. Aren't they the same? They age? were out the same age. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Yeah, no idea. <laughs> That's awkward. Shout out to him. Happy Valentine's Day to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the happiest Valentine's Day though goes to Michael Jordan's son, Marcus. Oh, thank goodness. I mean, he dodged yeah. a bullet thank because goodness. Larissa Pippen, the ex-wife of Scotty, who was banging rappers allegedly while she was uh, still with him. She hung mm-hmm. out with the Kardashians quite often. She's on the show quite often. Mm-hmm. Uh, she somehow got her mitts on Marcus Jordan. They were doing podcasts. They were yep. planning stories on TMZ. It was just awful. Well, apparently uh, they split, and she says she needs to focus on her mental health. Can, can we quit using mental health? I need health? to focus on me. Lady, just stop. Like, yeah. there's people who really are dealing with it. You're 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 a joke. Uh, Mason Cameron got a hold of this story though. They did, and they got a PSA for all you for all you dudes out there that might be uh, 
solo on Valentine's Day, you need to avoid Mrs. Pippin <laughs> at all costs. This is Mason Cameron reacting to the news that the son of Michael Jordan has split up with his teammate's ex-wife. Somebody got to tell you the <laughs> truth. You're not Lori Harvey. My goodness. And, exactly. and for all of the Pippins, I know that's your mom's listen. But sometimes we find out about our parents and we don't like what we find out. <laughs> I found out things about my parents I may not like, but they're still my parents. Stop embarrassing your children, allegedly. I like me today, man. I only, <laughs> yeah. I only got five words to say, man, to, to the, the people. Don't be the next sucker. It's lollipop season. Pause. Because she'll find another one. Yeah. That's all I got to say is. A mental health. You young she praying on y'all. Don't be the next sucker. Period. <laughs> that five or don't be Get the that next sucker. Yeah. I need that yeah. on my hoodie. <laughs> yeah. Don't be, be the, the next, next sucker. sucker. <laughs> don't be the. He says lollipop season. <laughs> Uh, now I know you broke up with a girl on Valentine's Day. Yeah, that was in seventh grade, uh, but sixth you did. or seventh. How many people are good? What do you think the percentage is of people that have been waiting out Valentine's to break up after? I mean, the, it's not. That's a big. That's a big thing. I think it? a lot of the people try to get ahead of it. They start yeah. the argument yeah. in well, January. I mean, yeah, it's really like on the calendar. It's really the date where you got to evaluate your relationship. Like even more so than Christmas or Thanksgiving. Like Christmas, Thanksgiving is going to happen, but if you're willing to celebrate your love with someone it's it, it's a bleep or get off the pot situation i think figgy's onto something i think you kind of lay the groundwork yeah. in january you start that argument around january 25th yeah. somewhere around there but then february you don't do it the day after like 16th 17th you're like you know this didn't work we need to talk this isn't working out Seven one three five seven two four six ten. Are you planning to break up after valentine's day you gotta you gotta do it before right i think it's after i think you don't want to be a total you know. Nah, people try to get ahead of the game, yeah, man. Because ain't no point in paying all that money and spending all that time if you know you're going to break up. I guess it depends on how long you've been with her. They're not great purchases either, if we're being honest. Or him. Like, you're buying her chocolate, mm -hmm. and then you're buying her freaking roses. Yeah. I mean, those but are... But you got to get... You do, You have to No, I get it. Yeah. I did it. But, I mean, it's it's gone in five days, and mm -hmm. it's chocolate. And, and the other the other thing about the chocolate for me, Valentine's candy, this is the thing that really bothers me about it. Brother, 24 hours from now, it's 50% off, man. I'd be 80% off, man. <laughs> like, for real, like, the best I'll, I'll time. I'll get it tomorrow, baby. Yeah. The best day, <laughs> the best it, day to buy candy is February 15th because yeah. all this stuff that's up there is 50% off. Then like, that's the real problem. slime ball. So you're sitting there buying this, like, $25 chocolates, and it's going to be twelve fifty. Yeah, If you're Man. a last-second guy, it's going to be twelve fifty the next day. But then you're a total slime ball. Yeah, I know, but still. <laughs> but, I mean, like, not not everyone can just throw the plastic down, and they, no, don't, they, don't, know when the, they don't know when payday is like you, John. Like, oh, some people God. are like, Man, I don't, I'm paying this, this. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> not everyone has, not, not everyone's, uh, not everyone's credit card is black, man. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't have a black card. Okay. Yeah. All right. Platinum. No. Uh. <laughs> Coming up next, we saw a reunion on Sunday. Could we see a similar-ish reunion with the Houston Texans? Plus, the OG presents the Roses Are Red 610 showdown next. Peggy, let's hit him big time. Houston. 
Let's get in the loop. All the jokes are coming fast and furious every time y'all talk about this guy. With Landry Locker. Landry, I mean, you're going to be in midday forever now. And John Lopez. On occasion, Lopez makes a statement that's so ludicrous. It makes me pick my phone up and call you guys. You're in the loop on Houston's Sports Leader. Your champ, 6 p.m. Sports Radio. <laughs> So we saw uh, Hardman score the touchdown for the Chiefs to uh, win it. He was on the team before. They got rid of him. Then they brought him back. And good uh, good moment for him. I'm going to throw two names your way. Mm-hmm. Possible Texans reunions. You tell me if you're down for either one. DJ Reader. Okay, DJ Reader and Jadavian Clowney was who I was going to say. Would you be uh, Would you be up for a reunion with either one of these guys? Uh, absolutely, DJ Reader. I don't know if the baggage... Would be I don't too know that Clowney has baggage. I don't anymore. know either. That's what I say. I literally don't know if if the baggage would would be too much if there is any uh, with Jadeveon Clowney. I think the expectations are lower, right? Like you don't expect him to be. He's coming off a hell of a season. He's and, coming off a hell of a season in Baltimore. And you don't expect him to be what at one point we all expected him to be. Yeah. Right. And you need someone to replace Jerry Hughes. Clowney's a one-year deal cat. I mean, he's going one-year deals probably for the rest of his career. Make Twenty-five years out of that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would be. I would be very open to Clowney. I, I don't know Reader. I mean, you have a few bodies there. Uh, does he? You know, how, how does Malik Collins play with him? Obviously, he's one of the best run stoppers in the league. I, I the, the Clowney thing. I'm a lot more open to now than I would have been even you know a few months ago. I, the, the Clowney's the one that intrigues me. Um, I, I, if there, if there's not the baggage there and it, and it just keeps continuing to haunt him, you know, publicly is what I'm saying. I know they'll have their own expectations in the building. Uh, then I'm with you. Both of those guys though, are not real high on my overall list. Uh, I think DJ reader would be good. Probably my, my preference, but, uh, I, I, I think at this point, I think they're bigger fish to fry, uh, that the Texans uh, can get, but uh, reader reader would probably be the prefer- preference. Yeah, I, I I lean more towards Clowney. Uh, I lean more towards Clowney. I, I think it would be, I, I, you know, if you're telling me that Jadavian Clowney replaces Jerry Hughes, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's going to be like $10 million, eight. I don't, I don't know what the Clowney price is. Yeah. Uh, I would be good with that. Someone on the text line, 281, what if they brought back DeAndre Hopkins? No, thanks. Um, I, I would I would be okay with like Mike Evans two years. I'm I'm good on Nuke Hopkins. I'm okay on that. Yeah, I, I think I think you have to, sh- to aim higher. That sounds weird, I know. But yeah. I think you have to aim higher. Someone asked if, if Reader's healthy. Uh, it was an upper body injury. Um, he should be set to go uh, before camp. So we'll see uh, how that goes. John Lopez, roses are red. Yeah, man. Violets are blue. The Sports Radio 610 edition. Yeah. Uh, let's go through some of our favorite Valentines here. Roses are red. Violets are blue. CJ, CJ does it all. And gets God to bless you. <laughs> Figure you like this one. Roses are red. Landry likes food. Have you remembered to subscribe to the locker room on YouTube? <laughs> you should. <laughs> you should. Drop in at noon, by the way. Yes. All right. Mike Evans. All right. Sign or decline. At noon. Sign or decline. Okay. okay. Sign or decline. Well, New I'm, series. I'm sitting right here. Yeah. Um, roses are red. I'm going Vi- to switch to that. Figgy and I are sitting right here. Uh, roses are red. Violets are blue. Amy Adam wishes she were Hannah and could could, bur- 
and could cook burgers like Cal, too. I didn't like that one. Yeah, I didn't either. I love this one. Okay. Yeah, you need you need to bounce back. Here, this is a bounce back. You ready? You sure you're ready? I'm always ready. Roses are red, violets have pigment. Sean Pendergast asks Nick if he can stay another segment. <laughs> one segment? <laughs> Nick Casario, Texans GM, Try joining three. us on the show. Nick, you okay segment. on time right Try now? three. <laughs> Roses are red, violets are yellow. That laundry locker is one strange fellow. <laughs> Good one, John. <laughs> Roses are red. Ron the show smokes beef. He likes the Texans, but they sure ain't the Chiefs. Roses are red, and so are balloons. B.O.B.'s gone. He was a buffoon. Okay. Roses are red, and some are brown. Remember Jack Easterby? He was that clown. Yes, he was. The P.O.S. Person of service. Roses are red. Figgy Sounders go hard. Except when he decides to give me the race card. Race card! Roses are red. Seth should not be ignored. Except maybe when he's distracted by the text board. (laughs) I got one more. Oh, by the way, texters have updated us yet again. Roses are red. T-Mill is his name. He's H-Town true unless there's a golf game. (laughs) He wasn't listening. He's sitting right over there. Oh, boy. See, it's, it's, it's Valentine's Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. There is love in the air. We are less than four weeks away from free agency. Texans will be signing players. One step at a time for me. This is good. This is, you know, one foot in front of the other. Free agency plays out, then it's draft time. I love this, man. Living month to month right now. It's not like a whole, like, cluster of draft and all that. Living month to month right now. I'm uh-huh. sitting back. I'm loving, absolutely loving being able to sit back and just enjoy the action from far. We've all lived month to month before, but this is a good kind. This is <laughs> this is the good kind of living a month to month. Free agency, man. Uh, all about it. I said it yesterday. I, I actually care more about it than the draft this year. It's not to say I don't care about the draft, but uh, we're, 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 we're in a good place right now, and I think there's going to be a lot of movement with free agency this year. You can just kind of, you can even see it like in San Francisco. You know, there are players that you kind of feel, wow, those guys want to get out. You know, Kansas City has has, has a bunch of players. Cincinnati, uh, I guess they're going to tag T. Higgins. Well, what does that do with, with some of the other guys, you know, that are out there? Uh, are they going to, you know, at least that's the report. Uh, so I think there's going to be a lot of movement in free agency. It's going to be, it's going to be hot and heavy. I, 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 you heard it here first. Hot and heavy free agency all over the league. Yeah, and I think the first step is that franchise tag. When that franchise tag date drops, mm-hmm. do Saquon Barkley or Josh Jacobs get franchise tagged? We saw it didn't go well for them last year. They did not enjoy that. Yeah. So if they don't get franchised, then you can cross your fingers and hope that the Texans can get in on the Saquon sweepstakes. If if you if you so desire to have Saquon Barkley potentially with the Texans, I think he could have a Christian McCaffrey like impact with the Texans. Motivated. Um, if healthy, same questions you had about Christian McCaffrey, but that's what you got to look at. I, I find it hard to believe the Titans are going to, or, or the uh, the Giants are going to franchise tag him. Yeah, and you can only franchise tag one player, so it, it's relevant to free agency, big time. 
Like I, I mentioned, I, I saw a report um, about T. Higgins. You know, they're leaning toward tagging him. Good, good luck with that. Well, that leaves DJ Reader out there. I don't know if I like DJ Reader. Well, as he's much not as my number one. I, I'll give you some of my my free agent targets later, but uh, but I mean he's there and he might be available. Justin Verlander, he's not available right now. Is it time to adjust what we may or may not expect from Justin Verlander at age forty? The Astros, they're reporting, they're starting to throw baseballs. Except JV. We'll talk to Baseball Spo during his weekly visits. Coming up next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're making the stories from outside the loop matter to you. This is Localize It. Don't you know I'm local? You're in the loop on Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. Who they want? 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 Baseball Spo. Baseball Spo. Baseball Before we talk to the great Baseball Spo, let's hear from Justin Verlander. This was Justin Verlander yesterday. Pitchers and catchers have reported. Here was Justin Verlander. Talking about where he's at right now, heading into the season. I'm a little bit behind schedule right now. I had a little hiccup early on that's resolved itself, but I have to be really cautious with how I'm building up. I guess my body doesn't respond the same at 40 <laughs> as it does at uh, 25. So I shut it down and picked the ball back up. My shoulder didn't feel so great. So kind of had to take a step back, really be diligent about my buildup. I've always been somebody who luckily could just pick up a ball and start throwing it. And this time wasn't quite as easy. So had to slow down a little bit. And I've always liked to give myself as much rest as possible so my timeline is always a little tight having to slow things down a little bit put me a little bit behind you know i'm a couple weeks behind all right there you go so he's a couple weeks behind baseball spo how should that make us feel sucks being old man it, <laughs> it old. sure does hell um no yeah. I, this is you always have this in spring training where there are one or two guys 
who are a little behind just because the arm is so it's so fragile. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what you're dealing with. It doesn't sound like this is like a McCullough situation from last year. He is throwing like he's I think he played catch today. So it's not like he's doing anything. He's just kind of ramping up a little slower than I think he would have anticipated. And he made kind of the interesting explanation because this is a guy who he'll take a little more time off than usual than most pitchers will at the end of a season just because. Uh, and so that kind of shortens the timeline that he has to get ready. And so um, you adjust as you get older and in the future, I'm sure that he might have to adjust his calendar a little bit. But it's not I mean, he's not JP France is dealing with the same thing. So, I mean, obviously, Verlander is a little more important on the on the scale than JP Francis at this point. But this is stuff that tends to happen. You also got him at a Adam Adam Spillane with this baseball spo, Justin Verlander getting off to a slow start. Um you also got him at a discount. So, I mean, sort of. You gave up your two best prospects basically. To get well, I don't player. care about those guys. That's for you baseball America nerds to worry about. <laughs> I I'm I, I'm talking about the guy like the, the guy himself, the guy that's going to win you a World Series, not some guy who's going to be taking buses around town and doing what playing in front of 10 people for 3 years or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> Justin Verlander Justin Verlander. Drew Gilbert might be in the big league this year. <laughs> <laughs> he might break camp with the Mets. He's, but but Justin Verlander, yeah. I know what you're you saying. Got him, you got him at a good price. It's not like you you paid him the forty million no, or you're whatever not. you're yeah. going no, to. No, you're not. But he's still. What do we expect from him though? Well, I mean, he's still supposed to be your opening day starter. Like you mm-hmm. brought him back to be your opening day starter and to be the headliner for your rotation, and that's probably asking a little bit too. Like he he's not going to win a Cy Young ever again. Like let's just be honest, he's mm-hmm. not. What he did in 2022, where he finished the season with an ERA below two, that was an anomaly. Like, he is going to be closer to the guy who pitched with the Mets and Astros last year, where the ERA is probably going to be in the threes. Maybe you get lucky and it's in the low twos, but you need him just because he is supposed, he was your game one starter in both postseason series. He was, he will be, he is supposed to be your opening day starter uh, when this season starts against the Yankees. Like, that's your guy who's supposed to go up against the opposing team's ace. And if he can't do it, then that, that hurts the team overall. See, my thing with Verlander, and maybe I'm just oversimplifying it, but I, this doesn't worry me in the least bit. At, at his age, knowing his body, uh, being such a student of the game, sorry for the cliche, but, I mean, you know, knowing exactly what it takes to ramp up, to pitch it at a certain level, I think this is as simple as a 40-whatever-year-old saying, yeah. I can I can take a break at spring training. Trust me, I'll be right. No, it is. In all honesty, it is, but... When you get to 40, mm-hmm. that stuff tends to creep up a little more than when you were 30. Yeah. And, and so you have but some... But this isn't like, oh, no. no it, <laughs> it, it, it's not going to... Again, this isn't like a McCullough situation where yeah. he's not... Like, he just had to take you know had to take the foot off the gas just a little bit when it comes to the ramp up, and that sort of stuff happens. It is very, very common for pitchers to have to deal with that. It's just a matter... Like, he missed the first part of last season. He missed the first month of last season. Again, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff happens when you get old. Yeah. You just have to deal with it. What about Fromber Valdez? What are we expecting from him? We gonna get we gonna get our old Fromber back? Uh, they better again. This is that's a must now, right? Well, I mean, they the starting pitching is going to be important. Like I, I get they upgraded the bullpen obviously with Hater, and once you get to the seventh inning, they're they are going to be basically they're playing six inning games mm-hmm. with the starting pitchers. But if Verlander is compromised in any sense, like you don't want to have to overwork those guys. And so the one thing that you saw last year is that the starting pitchers. Uh, when Verlander, before Verlander came back and after, they weren't going deep into games. Framber was the one guy who could, mm-hmm. at least for the first half. So they need him to be able to pile up innings once again to save that bullpen. Because again, you don't want to be, you don't want to have to rely on Hader, Presley, and Abreu 
night after night after night after night. You don't want to have to use them five, you know, four out of seven games every single week. Yeah, the thing about the the playing six inning games deal that's interesting to me is yes, if you're winning mm-hmm. or if it's a tied game, you know, one run game, whatever. Uh, that's why starting pitching, starting pitching is by far more important than anything else right now. Well, that's what gets you to the postseason. Because if you're losing, you're not going to use those guys or use them just sporadically. Yeah, if you're if you're if you're down five one after mm-hmm. four innings every single night, guess what? The back end of the bullpen guys are going to chill. They're yeah. not going to do a whole lot. So, yeah, they need to. The starting pitching obviously is going to be important. Um, you figure like you have two all stars, the top two spots, Verlander and, and Framber are all stars, and recently. After that, yeah. there's some question marks that come in there. That's why you really need those top two guys to be healthy and be good. Adam Spillane with us here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. The, the hater thing really kind of saved, I wouldn't say it saved the season, but I mean, if the, you didn't have that, I, I would be kind of terrified of. Yeah. I mean, right now you got a 7, 8, 9. You're set up perfectly to where you can overcome this type of thing. Like Just, just how much of a pivotal move was that for the Astros when it comes to how you look at them as a team that can win the whole effing thing again? Well, it gives them an elite guy. And championships are won by elite guys, and that's mm-hmm. what he is. And, again, he deepens the bullpen just because you look last year. Okay, you had Presley and Abreu, but then after that, it started to get a little iffy. And it's iffy once you get past the top three this year just because they've lost Maton, They're going to lose Stanek. They've lost Naris. Like Those are big guys in that bullpen. And so there's more competition this year in the bullpen than there has been in the past. I mean, you've got probably four jobs that are wide open right yeah. now at this point. I mean, you've got... Hater, Presley, Abreu, and Montero, those are locks. Those guys are going to be on the roster opening day. Mm-hmm. But the four guys after that, those are those are wide open. And so to have the headliner at the back end of the bullpen like Hater, who's as good as he is and pitching and has pitched as well as he's pitched, and he's been incredibly durable over the course of his career. Yeah, that, that was a huge move because they didn't do anything else really in the offseason uh, before that point. Who's on rost- uh, roster watch? Anybody? As in terms of not making it, players. No, yeah. In terms of, I don't think there's anybody. Yeah. Um, I mean, you look. I think when you look at position players, they've got eleven of thirteen jobs that are basically spoken for, with the nine starters plus Dubon and Caratini coming off the bench. So then you've got the two guys that would round out the bench. I don't think that anybody of the eleven is in danger of like not making the team or being DFA'd or something like that. When it comes to the pitchers. Again, it's it's kind of the same thing where like I, I don't think like somebody like Jose Urquidy could he be on watch? I don't think so, especially mm-hmm. now with the with with Verlander and, and JP France being a little questionable uh, for at least at this point of spring training. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't think there is anybody really in danger of that. Forrest Whitley, I guess, is kind of the interesting guy to watch, but he's not like they're not going to DFA him or they're, yeah. they're not going to DFA him if he doesn't make the team coming out of spring training. But obviously, this is a make or break year for him. Again, for the like eighth year in a row. <laughs> uh, so Alex Bregman's days numbered: ten years, three hundred million, gone. Most likely, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, I don't. So when is when, when do we need to start saying goodbye? Um, whenever they are eliminated from either playoff contention or the playoffs, or so bye or, bye at, bye the parade, yeah. or at the parade, bye bye or at the parade. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye, Bregman. In all likelihood, listen. If they know what it's. Uh, the Altuve contract is completely separate from the Bregman contract, just because they are in very different stages of their career. And it's not like they gave Altuve. I've seen some people say, well, they gave Altuve. Altuve gave them a hometown discount. No, he didn't. Yeah. He's making, he'll be making $25 million, or excuse me, he'll be making, I think, $30 million when he's like 37, 38 years old. That's not a discount. But that's what Bregman is going to be looking for. Yeah. He wants to make that big money 
when you get to 36, 37, 38 years old. That's why all these guys are signing long-term contracts. They don't want to have to go into free agency in their mid-30s because Mm -hmm. the money's not going to be there. So if you want to get Bregman done, if you want to get him signed, you are probably going to have to go to at least eight years, and there's no reason to think the Astros are going to do that. Oh, by the way, the Astros have a new manager. I mean, yes. <laughs> we just we, we, we've kind of buried the. He's on. He's on top of the world right now. <laughs> I mean, it's just going to be business as usual. He's not. There's not going to be. He basically ran spring training anyways yeah. last year. Like yeah. he he did the schedule. Oh, wow. Shots fired at Dusty. No, that was that was well known. He, oh wow. He basically made the schedule when it Jeez. came to spring training, and that's. I don't think that's going to change. What was Dusty weekend at Bernie's? <laughs> Good Dusty lord! Shots about, fired. Dusty worried about the games. Shots fired. But that's. Like, I, I don't think there's a whole lot. I mean, obviously, he's got to make decisions now, and he's in a much bigger decision-making role than he has been in the past. But when you look at just, like, the clubhouse and yeah, that overall thing, it's pretty much the same. Spo, sorry about talking bad about minor league baseball. I know you're a minor league I mean, guy. it is. Hey, my bad, man. I, I mean, if Drew Gilbert breaks camp with the Mets there and has go. a really good— and, and the Ryan Clifford kid is really good, too. And if when we're, when we're here in July talking about the trade deadline and how they need to upgrade this and upgrade that— we're going to go back to that Verlander trade and say, you know what? Mark that figure. Sure, sure would be nice to have those two prospects Mark that, that, that they traded in, <laughs> in the Verlander deal, even though they're not paying him anything. Yeah, I apologize. Spo, we appreciate you, All my right, friend. see you later. The great Adam Spillane, and it is time for some baseball. Coming up at noon, I got a game for Figgy and Lopez. Man, I'm excited for this one. It is the local dating profile game show. So I have dating profiles, fake dating profiles mm-hmm. for a bunch of the athletes in town. I'm going to read through them. You guys got to guess who I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We got that mm-hmm. at noon because there's a lot of love in the air on Valentine's Day. But coming up next, the C.J. Stroud dream offense started out as like an extreme hypothetical, but it perhaps told us a lot about what the Texans need as free agency approaches. That's next. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, the C.J. Stroud dream team. He was with uh, Micah Parsons. They got the same agent. They got the same business guy. Uh, and he laid out his dream offense. Two Houston Texans were on this dream offense. This mm-hmm. might be telling us perhaps the answer to our question of the day here as free agency approaches the signer decline, Mike Evans. But here's C.J. Stroud's dream offense with Micah Parsons on Bleacher Report. Devontae Adams at X, Tank Dell at my slide, my F. LT at left tackle. Um, my guy from the Ravens, 70 at left guard. I got Humphrey at 53. Quinn Nelson at right guard. Um, I got Lane Johnson at right tackle. Got Jameer Gibbs. I know you like that. And my running back. I got myself as quarterback. Travis Kelsey 
as my tight end, and I have Jamar Chase as my Z. You like that? It's not enough, but it's cool. Okay. Man, he gave that a lot of thought. You can tell. You notice he said Tank Dell. You notice yeah. he said Laramie. Laramie Tunsil. Didn't didn't say Nico, man. Did not say Nico. Did not say Nico. Now I'm not trying to make a ton of that. I'm just saying, you know, Devontae Adams, Mike Evans are kind of in the same class. Uh maybe maybe CJ told us a little something in this uh in this hypothetical. I, I think he was answering it as honestly as he could, and I think he thinks that highly of Tank Dell. I also think he thinks that highly of Laramie Tunsil. I don't think it's like I don't like Nico Collins as much no, as, no, as, no. As, as come on, man. I mean, we're talking about Devontae Adams and Mike Evans here. You know, that, that that's like, what do you want me to say? Uh, that kind of thing. But it was interesting that he, um, his offensive line uh, was, he knew exactly what uh, what type of players he needed, and it was not exactly. What do you think he needs? You thought he was going to put Titus on there? No, no, I didn't think that. I don't think anybody would have thought that. But, um I thought it was interesting that he knows that that offensive line, when you get those kind of guys in front of you, things can happen. Like, like, like good things can happen. I've seen all these mock drafts, and and I don't, I don't know what I equate this to. I think it's a number of things. Like, I, I don't think that very many of these mockers are studying offensive lines, and they shouldn't. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't blame you. Like, to some do yeah, diligently. No, some do. I mean, yeah. and I, and then like you get to the Mel, you get to the elite, like the Jordan Reeds, the Mel Kuypers, all that. Like, those are the guys mm-hmm. that are going to really know mm-hmm. what's going on with the O line. But I've seen a couple of mocks, like just you know, when I'm browsing through and check it out, and some of them have the te- Texans taking like a tackle. Like the one I saw yesterday had yeah. the Texans taking a guard, and it's like, damn. I mean, look, if it's necessary, it's necessary, but. I'm just going to say this right now. I'm going to say two things. First of all, if you have to use a first-round pick on an offensive lineman, then that tells me that your return on investment in that area is bad. Mm-hmm. It's really, really bad. Now, we already know that Kenyon Green most likely is never, not most likely, he is never going to justify being selected where he got selected over who he got selected by. But if you if you're willing to do that, and let's say the Texans do decide to go, you can't miss. Like, I, I know that the draft is a crapshoot. I know probably over 50% of the guys at every position are misses, but you you can't miss on if they do decide to go guard. And I saw the Kansas guard was the last one that I saw mm-hmm. them taking. You you can't miss on two two guards in the first round in a three-year stretch. I, I know you hit on the quarterback. I know you looks like you hit on the corner. looks like you hit on the edge guy, which is very important. But, man... In order to maximize what we thought and what I still think we consider a hell of a job by Nick Casario getting back the draft equity he got, you, you cannot miss on a guard. First of all, they're not going to take an offensive lineman, period, in the first round. I agree. They're not going to do it. I agree. You know, for no other reason than, like, I, it would be cool if they did because that would mean that they're making you know, really big decisions about Titus Howard and, 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 some of, and Kenyon Green. But there's no way, but for no other reason than – you don't want that extra year. Uh, I mean, I mean, you, 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 I, I guess that having that fifth year of control again for another guy, I guess you could maybe say that's a benefit. But, boy, you draft another lineman in the first round, that, that just isn't going to happen. Not with, what the guy, with the guys they have up front already and what they're paying them. Yeah, you can't do it. Yeah. You can't do it. I mean, it, it, I, I do wonder, you know, how are they approaching that interior? I think, I think they feel good about certain spots, but are, are they going to approach this as – Man, we're gonna get Kenyon Green back, and maybe Kenyon Green's gonna be some sort of savage beast. Are they approaching this as, boy, we got to put someone, we got to get someone better than Kenyon Green? Whether that means shopping at the bottom uh, for 
free agents, whether mm-hmm. that means that you think, you know, Juice Scruggs and Patterson, like they that I do wonder how they're looking at Kenyon Green behind closed doors. Uh, yes, I, and I think part of it is because they got production out of Dieter, they got production out of Scruggs, they got production out of Patterson. They they feel like they can they more than got by on the interior offensive line. So I so scratch the interior offensive line unless it's a later round pick. Tackle is the thing, and that's the question. You know, with Titus Howard. Is he going to be able to thrive all of a sudden at right tackle, even though we haven't seen much of that lately at all? You know that. So it, I think they're okay collectively with the interior offensive line. All right, it's time for the game. Let's this go. one's a big one. This one's a big one. Sign or decline? Mike Evans here on In the Loop Sports Radio 610. Landry Larker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig with you. Sign or decline? Galveston's finest. 10 straight 1,000-yard seasons. A Super Bowl champion, a guy who likes to go to Rockets games, a guy who would be great in that locker room, but a guy that might be expensive. Mike Evans, J-Lo and Figgy, loopholes, shout out to the loopholes. If you listen, you are one. Sign or decline. Cop out time. I need more information. <laughs> I, I, I sit need, on the fence. I, yes. I, no, no, I'm not going to sit. I need some more information. Uh, what what's it what what are we signing here? What what's the number? What's the year? All right. What if it's the four years one? Uh, the four years eighty millish. Four years. Four years. Decline. Okay. What if it's two? What if it's two years fifty five mil? Sign. Sign them at two years. It's worth it. You got the money and it's worth it. Figgy. Uh, at four years, I will. Uh-oh. I would look. I would say sign. Oh wow! You want Mike say, Evans at all costs? Huh? I would like. I would like to see CJ oh, wow. Stroud. You on the, and Mike you Evans. On the Xbox or the PS? <laughs> yeah, hey, man. hey you, you threw it out there, man. No, I'm asking. What are you on? You, you threw what, it what out. You, there. What are you working with? I don't think it's a possibility. What's your gamer but... tag, man? <laughs> <laughs> at the Figgy Fig. Yeah, let me let me get that gamer tag there. <laughs> no, I would Four like to years, see. Huh? I would like to see CJ and, uh, oh, and Mike Evans, yeah. man. Okay. Yeah, I think that would. I think that would be special. It would be tight. So you two years, man. Yeah, two years. Two years, and we can go even heavier. But the one thing I will say, when you really start breaking this down, and, and, and we'll get to Chris Jones tomorrow. Chris Jones mm-hmm. tomorrow, sign or, sign or decline. Here's the thing. When you start looking at these like deals that you're going to have to pay, mm-hmm. I think you do have to factor in that for another year, Nico's on his rookie deal. For another three years, Tank Dell's on mm-hmm. his rookie deal. Mm-hmm. And for another two, three, whatever, C.J. Stroud, you're going to have to pay eventually. But C.J. Stroud's on his rookie deal. So you're not really investing much at the skill position. And I go back to Daniel Jones making $40 million. Like, mm-hmm. that's market value. So typically, that's how you have to fill stuff. So mm-hmm. do you fill that void on defense? Do you fill that void there? Because we talk about the cap space right now. C.J.'s going to be on his rookie deal for at least two more years. So if you have to front load something like a Mike Evans or Bonuses. something like that. Yeah, all that. Yeah. Hey. That's why I said two years, because uh, even though they're going to probably sign uh, C.J. Stroud after not this coming season, but the next season, uh, that money will still not count against the cap until 2026. Uh, So if you get Mike Evans for two years, you're still okay with that money. And here's the other part. You're not just signing one free agent. You're, you're You're not just signing, okay, we got Mike Evans two years, that's our free agent. 
No, I think I think you're going to be you're going to be in the market at uh, running back. You're no, you're in the market at it, it's not all or nothing. Line. It's not all or you're nothing. You're going to be in the market at safety. Uh, so uh, yeah, so you you can't just say four years, Mike Evans, boom, we're done. No, two years that helps you with C.J. Stroud's contract, and it helps you get the other guys signed as well, other positions. Okay, okay, I, I can I can get down with it. I mean, mm-hmm. I it's not as crazy as it sounds. Because of that situation. And yeah. that's that's the, you know, you suffered the consequences of the B.O.B. era for a while, and mm-hmm. now you're in this situation where you're kind of wreaking the benefits of having a young team, sprinkling in draft picks. I also don't think Mike, I don't think Mike Evans is going to, like, if you're even in the ballpark, I think you're there. Like, that's, I, I think you're there. I, I don't think, I don't think this is going to be like some sort of hard bargaining where you're going to yeah. have to match the... I don't know. Name a squad. Uh, whatever, but see, because the other teams that he would want to go, you think you think Mike Evans wants to win right now? Of course. Like he don't want to go. Like yeah. you don't think Mike Evans wants to go to the Giants, right? He's not going to go to the Giants for four years versus uh, and whatever guarantee versus two or three years here and a smaller guarantee. So when you start looking at like the teams that are contenders and and you see it, like they can't afford it. Not many. Yeah, I mean they can't. The Texans afford- are one of the few. I mean they they're probably having like the two year conversations too. Exactly. So I think the Texans are in like that same level of of appeal. Mm-hmm. Now, th- from the Tampa Bay perspective, I know that th- th- it basically seemed like a foregone conclusion he's gone. I-, I was talking to someone yesterday about this, and they were like, "Well, Baker Mayfield might go. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, they had a nice like overachieving season this year. You're telling like is that is that really what you want to do? Yeah, no. I mean, God bless Baker for maximizing what he's got. I hope he gets paid, but that's not what you want to do. Well, here, here's another factor as well. And look, everybody wants money. Like, you want to get paid. You want to make the most while you can make the most. So I get that. But I was looking at his career earnings. 110 mil. 110 million. Ta- uh, no, no state income tax. He's made 110 million dollars with no state income tax. So you think- and the other thing is he's not like he's not Deshaun. He's not like spending a lot. I don't think Mike Mike, Mike he, no. he likes nice things, but Mike no Mike Evans isn't like spending a lot of money. No. And so what I'm saying is you're telling me, well, that extra five million dollars, you know, in New York with the Giants looks a lot better than playing for the Houston Texans where there's no state income tax. No. He's made 110 million. If that becomes 150 million, let's say, versus 155, 60 million, I think I don't think that's a deal breaker. I, now, do you think they even want Mike Evans? <laughs> Who doesn't? Yes. Well, yes I, don't, they I mean, do. no, but they might look at other receivers and say, okay, you know, there's some there's some second tier guys. There's Gabe Davis. You know, maybe we could overpay Gabe Davis. Like even overpaying Gabe Davis, like four years is no problem. He's 25. Yeah. yeah. So you overpay Gabe Davis, bring him in. Still not going to cost as much as Mike Evans. Battle tested. 27 touchdowns, I think, in four years. He's from the South. He probably doesn't like freezing his ass off in Buffalo. Last time he walked off the field in Buffalo, fans were giving him a hard time. Probably got a sour taste in his mouth there. Like Maybe you're, maybe you're paying top value for a guy like Gabe Davis. And then there's some other guys that you can fill in. But but the Mike Evans thing is interesting. The one thing I think the Texans do need to do, whether it's in the draft, whether you, you have to make the top three of your wide receiver core better. Mm-hmm. If that means getting a guy like Gabe Davis that you think can maybe be the two, three, anywhere from one to three, you do it. If it's getting a Mike Evans who's immediately your number one, you do it. If it means drafting someone at the end of the draft that can be your clear three or in the second round, you do it. Because 
they cannot be in a situation where they're a Nico Collins or Tank Dell injury away from, you know, a Noah Brown who you can't who you can't really depend on either, or a Xavier Hutchinson or a John Mechie. Mm-hmm. CJ Stroud deserves better than that. You well, gotta put better weapons around him. I also think they're at a point where they you gotta have projections when it comes to the draft, but at the wide receiver position, you don't wanna be projecting. Yeah, you know, like I think this and I think that our scouts say this, I believe that. You want surefire things to complement Nico Collins and Tank Dell. Surefire things like Mike Evans. I mean the guy he mentioned him by name as his dream team. Uh his dream team wide receiver. So you don't you want guys like that or other guys that maybe have a little better system fit, whatever they believe, and and maybe a little bit cheaper as well. Now does CJ go up to them and say, "Man, I really I, I gotta have this." No, nah, I don't think so. I gotta have this. I don't, I don't think he's that guy. I I mean, maybe eventually he'll have that kind of confidence and 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 pull. But I I think if they ask, like if they say, "Hey, man, uh, Gabe Davis this or Mike Evans that," then he'll give his opinion. But uh, no, I don't think he's going to be demanding anything. And we're not to the point where uh, Nico Collins or Tank Dell is going to have any problem if they decide to bring Heck in no. Mike Evans. Heck like, no. They're going to be doing backflips. Have that guy? That helps them. Imagine Nico Collins with Mike Evans on the other side. Yeah, give me that. So we're good there. Yeah, we're good there. And Tank, Tank's going to be happy no matter what. He's he, He's got that position locked up. Yeah, and... Man, if you can just move Tank and he's like the third, mm-hmm. I'd be on to something, man. Yeah, you are on to something. I'd be on to something. You absolutely are. Time to get a little bit greedy. It is Valentine's Day here on In the Loop, Sports Radio 610. Uh, what do you think Nick Casario is doing for Valentine's Day? He's got daughters. You think he's – I bet he's like helping his daughters with like their Valentine's box or something like that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that, that, that That's the fun part, man. Just wait till your girl gets into school. That's a lot of fun to help them do all yeah, that dude. stuff. It is. Can we get to – can we – Crawl first. You want to be able to get, get Lord, man. go through her terrible twos first. Uh, it's, uh, no, it's a, it's, it's a lot of fun. I think Nick Casario, like he is, he's such a thinker. You know, he's going to make sure everybody gets exactly the attention and the things that they want. He's going to be, oh yeah, he's he's all about it. Yeah, D'Amico too. There, there, yeah, D'Amico, absolutely. Did he have his baby? I don't. I, I'm I'm over that. You're over that. Yeah, I mean he's not <laughs> he's not gonna know the sex. I, I can't really I can't really get down no, with that. No, I'm saying it was right it now. was due. He, like he might have already had it. Yeah, I can't I can't get down with that. Yeah, but that's weird. Uh because I, I like it like that. Yeah, he's doing the mystery thing. I can't mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, of course. Uh, you got it. I, I, I support you either way, D'Amico, but <laughs> it doesn't don't really do it for me, man. Surprise me. Did you, did you say when your wife says she's going to get Chinese? Surprise me. Not we're having a baby. All right, let's go get surprised at the hospital. <laughs> you have to. All three of mine were great surprises. No. The middle one was supposed to be a girl. Ended up being a boy. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that was a home improvement episode. Mark was sad. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be a girl. The mom wanted a girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's rough, man. <laughs> It's not rough. It's fun. It's a rough life. It's fun. So you're telling me if your mom told you that she wanted you to be a girl, you would be okay with it? Sure. It's not like she didn't love me. <sighs> yeah. My middle son, we, we we never wanted to know, but people thought it was going to be a girl. And back then, you know, the, the sonograms were 
you know, you could kind of guess when you saw it. So everybody was assuming it was a girl. It wasn't. It was a boy. Couldn't have been happier. Couldn't have been happier. What? What time is this fishing show today? 5.30. We'll, we'll be on stage. God. We're going to be on stage. Did you record your seminar? Yeah, we do it every year. It's badass. Like it's it's who's the H here? You or Scott? And I, I, I on the seminars on the podcast I participate more on the seminars I really just leave it up. So to you're me. just a hype man. You're I, like, I, I I'm I'm the hype man kind of the. You're like a less I, charismatic Flavor Flav. I'm better than Flavor Flav. He's Chuck D. Uh, I I'm kind of like you, the Steve Harvey of the Kings of Comedy. That's exactly what it is. I'm Steve Harvey. Uh, I'm Steve Harvey. Oh please! Like on the yeah. come on yeah the host. <laughs> But come on. Yeah. On the podcast. He ain't, he ain't talking that much. No, I, 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 oh, man. Dude, I got him rolling. It's standing room only. He's like Manny Fresh without doing the beats. And Scott <laughs> Knowles, Lil Wayne, Carter One. I leave it to the captains because they're, you know, obviously they, they, they're Fre- professionals. Fre- Fre- fresh. And I just kind of organize and direct. So do you have to, do you go introduce him? They get, get up on stage with me. Yeah. I introduce him. No, but, but you're, you're basically, hey, guys. Yeah. Here's uh, Captain Scott Knoll. So how do you people. start off? Yeah, how are you starting off? I, like I usually just say, "Hey, man, thanks for coming." How everybody doing? This is no, thanks for coming. You you see us on, you hear us on the podcast, you see us on YouTube. Uh, this is going to be totally open to you guys. Questions and answers. We're not going to have any topics. It's totally up to you. This is Captain Scott so Knoll. So you didn't prepare. This is Captain Scott Knoll. Look at this guy. He's been doing guiding in uh, the Galveston Bay and uh, and Port O'Connor areas for. More than 25 years. Here's Captain Dean Thomas down on the lower coast. You know him. He's hilarious. Uh, down in Aransas Pass, Rockport, and, of course, Caleb McCumber. Caleb McCumber is uh, one of the best trout fishermen on, on the planet. East Matagorda Bay, Matagorda What's Bay. source for Fishes that? in Louisiana. What's Me? your source for him being Me? one of the best So now, trout guys Speaking of uh, mouths, you want to wrap your mouth around some of this sausage right here. <laughs> Let's go. Q&A. It's going to be fun. And then, taking my wife. So, uh, I guess we're going to... Have Valentine's Day? I think she's going to spend a lot of money. Because, you know, she's kind of gotten into the little nearshore, offshore fishing Okay, just in the last year. So I think she's going to get all kinds of girly. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Coming up, Lopez says one of the biggest faces in football is done. And he's going to prove it next. John Lopez says there is a... Prominent person in football that is clearly done. We'll hear the case in a sec. It's going to be a bilingual case, by the way. Um, But talking about the reunion of McCall Hardman and the Kansas City Chiefs and a potential reunion of Jadavian Clowney or DJ Reader and the Houston Texans. Are Are we down with that? Are we down with that type of reunion? Not my first choice, but I would absolutely be down with it. Absolutely be down with it. Uh, I mean, he is blossom. He wasn't. He was good here, uh, and then for some reason, you know, wound up in, in in Cincinnati and really blossomed. No, and he's still pretty young. You know, he he he's and at that position, yeah, I'd be good with that. Not my first choice, but a a solid choice. I'm I'm down with Clowney. Uh, if if it's a Jerry Hughes replacement, D'Amico Ryan's coaching him and stuff like that. He had a hell of a year with the uh, Baltimore Ravens. If you can get Clowney opposite there, uh, you could sign me up for that. Speaking of Hardman, uh, Tony Romo, he got a lot of criticism for uh, stepping all over Jim Nance, although Jim Nance wasn't awesome, if we're being honest with ourselves. Um, you, you've you done a little bit of like 
I don't know if it's investigating or what, but you, you seem to believe that uh, Tony Tony Romo could be heading out, or at least should be heading out. I think he's done. Um, he signed that contract in 2020. Now, has he? I don't know if he's gotten an extension or not. I hope not. It was a five-year contract, which means 2024 would be his last year uh, as uh, analyst for for CBS. And and I was I was actually and you were kind of giving me a hard time for that. I was pulling for the guy. Like I figured he had two weeks to prepare. He he he'd heard all the he'd heard all the the comments commentary and people saying that he and Jim Nance don't don't get along and all that stuff. So it, he wasn't ignorant to it all. So I figured I was pulling for him. He's going to do good. And as I said on Monday, he almost pulled it off, but he just couldn't help himself. And then the final call. Like this is going into the annals of the NFL. Mm-hmm. This is like can can you can you imagine the Texans win their first Super Bowl? Well, let me tell you about this play call and blah blah. blah. I mean, after a, an ending like that, it was awful. So I said, okay, what did, what did everybody else do? Kevin Harlan, like, and keep in mind this is radio where you have to be a little more descriptive. Kevin Harlan and the analyst, and I I don't even remember who the analyst was, like played that perfectly. Back on Mahomes, four-man front, receiver motion, low snap. He runs and he throws, caught, touchdown, it's caught. Hardman caught the ball, the Chiefs have won, the Chiefs have won. The entire bench empties, chasing Mahomes in the end zone. Their third Super Bowl in five years. The Chiefs are back-to-back Super Bowl champions. It is a dynasty. The Chiefs have won Super Bowl 58, 25-22 in overtime. Elite. You didn't even hear the analyst. You didn't even hear the analyst. He's letting it breathe. His beast. And then as opposed to what Tony Romo and we all heard Romo, you know how you know it's time to leave? You You know it's time to leave? How's that? Nickelodeon does a better job. Eight seconds left in overtime. Roll, Mahomes, roll, Mahomes, touchdown! There's slime on the field. That is Noah Eagle. Noah Eagle and SpongeBob was better than Tony Romo. SpongeBob was talking over the call. (laughs) He was talking over the call. SpongeBob is better than Tony Romo. That's all you need to know. How about a little Espanol? Okay. Because, by the way, I told you guys yesterday when, when I sent this to you, and the Spanish speakers will will pick up on everything he says. Like me, yeah. Like you. See. Si. This was an elite Spanish. I mean, elite Spanish call. It was excellent. Yeah. First and goal. Acá está Pat Mahomes. El movimiento. Mahomes. El la quiere el pose. Touchdown. Kansas City. San Francisco pierde el Super Bowl. Apareció otra vez el mejor del mundo. Patrick 
Hayward, Mahomes, no fue Kelsey, no fue Isaiah Pacheco, otra vez un héroe desconocido. Kansas City, campeón del Super Bowl 58. So Eso fue una broadcast de elites. <laughs> <laughs> Me encanto la energía a la passion. Yeah, you did that pretty well. <laughs> but he's like, like everything. He includes everything in there, uh, and like it wasn't Kelsey, it wasn't uh, it wasn't uh, Pacheco, it was another unknown. The greatest quarterback in history has done it again. Three Super Bowl losses for the. I mean, just perfect. And Tony Romo got beat by SpongeBob. I don't know what. They're saying in Korea, but even the when you just hear how they paused and let the thing you know sit and, and everybody enjoy the moment, it was better than Romo. Okay, get your Korean English. I might have to roll with Tony on this. <laughs> get your Korean English translator going. Elito Bang Song Eo Si Yo Nan Win Eno Hiwa Yeo Leong Eo Yo Ayese Bonita. I agree. That was an elite broadcast. It, it was an elite broadcast. I love the passion and energy. If if all you if if all you can't speak languages and, and then, like me. And then I found this. And here's the saddest part about Romo and, and why I think he's gotta be gone. Uh, after I was pulling for him, like I said, you know Joey from the internet? Joey Molinaro? Yeah. I heard this call and I'm thinking Romo could have actually said this ex these exact things. He like uh, none of us would have been surprised if Tony Romo actually did this. And Kelsey and Mahomes and Reed and they're the three best friends that anyone can have, and they will never, ever, 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 ever leave each other. Hangover. You uh, see that one, Jim? Oh, and Mahomes just slings that thing like it's dice in a crab's table. Ah, choo, 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 choo. Throwing them a lot better than I did this week. Travis's soon-to-be wife. <laughs> no, you said it, Tony. I don't know, girl. Hey, that'd be some love story. Right you are, Tony. And now half the country said, yeah, yeah, it's a swift bowl, mom. And the other half might be breaking their TV, Jim. Oh, and Mahomes loves play action, but he hates Sidman. <laughs> Uh, the, the, right, the hangover again? Uh, I can't help myself. And San Francisco's roster, I mean, they're sitting with a full house. I mean, you love their hand, but, oh, my homes may be the house, Jim, and the house. You know what they say? The house always wins, he does. That's right, Tony. Ooh, and now San Francisco, they got the ball back. It's going to be big. I, I don't want to say that it's going to be the game, but, you know, but this is going to be very, very important to see how they respond, what they do here. Once they get it back, it's going to be huge. Ten minutes left to go on quarter number one <laughs> here in Super Bowl 58. 
And somebody said, why do you guys have it in for, for Tony? I just said, I, 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 was, for I was pulling for him. I have it in for him at all. I was pulling for him. This was I don't a- watch the game for Tony Romo. I watch the game because there's football going on. I don't know why you're looking at Taylor Swift or Tony Romo. It's, it's a football game on. I'm watching the I don't know lines. why you guys talking about that. Who cares? Nobody cares about Tony Romo or Taylor Swift. It's football. Or Tony Romo and Taylor What's Swift. What's wrong with you guys? I'm watching the trenches. Yeah. You guys follow the ball. <laughs> I'm watching the trenches. I don't care about who's calling the game. I just care that there's a game on. Okay? But you know, it, it does affect millions and millions of people. Like they, they, like they're. It affects them if he's just not doing his job. I don't care. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know why you have such a bleat for Romo. So someone said someone's describing like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that. Oh Let's my move God. on. Let's move on from this. Let's fellas. move on from Tony Romo. I don't know why you care about the broadcast of the game. Shout out to uh, five two three one. Thanks for uh, listening. Yeah, I watch the football game because it's men colliding. Okay, I like manly stuff. All right. I want to see no Taylor Swift. I want to see the quarterback's hands firmly under the center's balls, and I want to <laughs> see those helmets colliding. Okay, I don't give a damn about Tony Romo. Move on. We should all be men like that. Move on. Yeah. Move on, guys. Go get me a can of snuff. Yeah. Coming up, the hits are lit. Kyle Shanahan facing that music, as is a receiver who's been rumored to be on his way out. Plus, Justin Verlander, he ain't throwing a baseball yet. Panic time or not. Next. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents In the Loop. With John Lopez and Landry Locker. Hits are laid here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. Playing all the hits. These are the hot stories of the day. You're listening to In the Loop with Houston's sports leader, Sports Radio 610. Kyle Shanahan faces the music. He's getting a lot of criticism. John Lopez said he choked. This is what Kyle Shanahan had to say about the notion or the perception that the 49ers can't win the big game. I mean, you'd love to fix perception because I would love to win one for what I know about football and stuff. And I know if I fix perception, that means I did everything I wanted to do, which isn't fix perception. It's win a damn Super Bowl. But I also know, like, when you say big games, like, we've got to win a bunch of big games to get to Super Bowls. We've won a lot of big games here. Uh, we've won a lot of big games to get into playoffs. Um, the fact that we keep getting there shows you guys how many, how much we've been game, win games or big games. And I think you guys are aware of that. You know, these two Super Bowls. I've been tough losing to Kansas City, but to think that if if we win that, that means I can win a big game. No, that means our team won the Super Bowl. Um, that's what that's what I understand. You guys can have any narrative you want, but like the success or the failure, uh, it comes down to one game. And I hope that I can be a part of a team that wins a game at the end of the year. But to say that the Niners can't win a big game it would be an extremely inaccurate statement. I actually don't disagree with anything he said. I mean, they did win a lot of uh, games. Uh, I think they're capable. I think he's a hell of a coach. Well, that has not changed. Uh, the problem is is the overtime thing, you know that. And and he talked about that as well, and said that he you know even on the sideline before regulation and overtime, he told all the position coaches to go over it with everybody, et cetera, et cetera. That that's cool, and 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 maybe that's that that's what happened. Uh, I'll take him for his word. The problem wasn't even that, that they didn't know. It's a big problem in San Francisco. It's a big talking point that, that they didn't really know the, the, the rules, the overtime rules. In fact, I saw somebody, uh, a Niners, I don't know if it was a blogger or whatever, podcaster, 
Say, could you imagine if they scored a touchdown on their first drive and the Niners started celebrating? (laughs) (laughs) That would be bad. I mean, (laughs) and they go, no, wait, hold on. They get the ball too. Uh, so that, I mean, you know, so it's, but it's really not even that to me. It's the whole that he took the ball first, which goes against everything you should do against uh, third possession. Patrick that's what he wanted, Mom, man. man. Okay. What, Let's talk about wanted. the third possession. He wanted the third possession. Yeah. That's what he said. It's Kyle Shanahan. Now, I mean, like, yeah, he can't, they can't win the big game, but a big game. I don't, like, They've obviously no, won a lot of big him. games. I, he's right, but the big game is. Chiefs got is, their number. But if someone say he can't win the big game, I think it's just the they Super know what Bowl. you're talking about. Uh, the big yeah, game, not yeah. a big game. Yeah, they know what you're talking about. Nah, that's it's fine. Difference between a and the a lot when it comes to the to the, the NFL. yeah the description. Yeah. No, and I yeah. think that's I think that it might be kind of lost in translation there. Yeah, yeah. No, that that part fine, but I, that's not even where I have the biggest gripe. There's been a lot of drama with uh, Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk, three, just three catches. In the big game, a lot of social media posts, a lot of speculation about his status. This was uh, Brandon Ayuk facing the uh, the media uh, amidst all of this uncertainty about his future as he heads into a year, by the way, in which he's under contract with the 49ers. Brandon, there's been some stuff on social media. Is, is there a certain message that you want to get out there as you kind of enter this offseason and there might be contract talks? A certain message, no. Is your hope to remain with the 49ers moving forward? That's the right move, yeah. What would that right move look like? Being a champion. What are you going to remember most about this particular roster this, this past season? Uh, just um, <clears throat> just uh, guys that came in to work to be champions uh, every single day. The hardest So I got man, I feel I feel bad for him, man. I mean, yeah. it's it's hard to lose a Super Bowl, and you know, there's there's been a couple of 49ers that have that have shown some uh, vulnerability. Uh, John Feliciano, uh, oh, I, I guess he blamed he blamed a teammate for missing a chip block on a play or he, whatever. He, he drunk texted, yeah, and yeah. then he said. <laughs> He apologized for being hungover and being a quote bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good apology, a man. Great apology. That's a great apology yeah, right there. That's about as strong an apology you can get. Yeah, I mean, like, can you? I, I forgive you. Yeah. You blame me for that? No, I forgive you, man. I apologize. Yeah. I, apology accepted, sir. Everybody was hurting, man. If everybody would just apologize like that. Yeah. That's I mean, a great apology. That's yeah. about as strong as you. What did he say exactly again? He said, quote, I'm sorry, bro. I woke up hungover and being a bitch. And trying to have one's back, I hurt you. It's effed up, and I apologize. I'm going to use that. Let's go have some beers. I'm going yeah, to use that next time. Let's go have some beers, That's a man. big-time apology right there, as opposed to those, I'm sorry if it hurt your feelings. I'm sorry if I offended you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you might not understand what I said, but I'm sorry if I uh, yeah. offended you. Yeah, that's not an apology. Playing the hits here on In the Loop Sports Radio 610. Other wide receiver news as we approach free agency. Uh, the Bengals, per the athletic, uh, are going to tag T. Higgins. Are they leaning in that direction? I, I think it's funny when Jeremy Fowler puts out our but They could tag T. Higgins. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, or uh, could not. Yeah, thanks, bud. Mm-hmm. Glad you got the hair gel on at least. Yeah. Uh, Justin Jefferson wants to know Minnesota's quarterback situation before 
he commits long term to them. So, Good. I would so too. Justin Jefferson. So let's say that Minnesota doesn't get it right, and then this time next year, Justin Jefferson wants to get that bread. I don't. I don't disrespect that Justin at all. Like a first, I, I, second. Third. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, he should. He's what that if the Texans good. trade a first, second, fifth for Justin Jefferson next year. I have to cross that bridge. That's a lot. It's a lot of money. Yeah, that's a lot. Be like in thirty mils. Mm-hmm. He's good though. And then you're paying him. Pretty yeah. good ball player. He's all right. I think he's good. Yeah, he, I think he's all right. He can make a couple catches here and there. Yeah, he's nice. <laughs> I wouldn't be in the same. I I, I respect that. Like, you don't want to pay Nico next year, so you're like, ah, we'll, we'll trade for Jefferson. We'll go ahead and get that Justin Jefferson cat. Yeah, we'll get him here. Yeah, How about that. Golly. Next year, huh? Just saying, they got to get their quarterback situation right. The, yeah. the Kirk Cousins thing is is gone. They're going to be in a weird spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, NFL draft approaching Chicago. They are weighing whether they should keep Justin Fields or whether they should draft Caleb Williams or someone else. A lot of people saying they should trade. A lot of people saying that they should draft Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. For me, I I just got to go with Caleb Williams because I think at the very least with Caleb Williams, here's my thing. I don't think Justin Fields is terrible. Mm-hmm. I just don't think Justin Fields is elite. I think there's a chance that Caleb Williams could be elite. So at the very least, I think even in the worst case scenario, I think Caleb Williams is going to be close to what Justin Fields is. So if you can have him for three or four years on his rookie deal instead of having to invest in Justin Fields after this year, that's the direction I would go. Yeah, the way I I would put it is I I have not given up on on Justin Fields, but I think you should give up on him being an elite quarterback. He might be really good. He might be a guy that can carry a team a long way. Certainly, you know, multifaceted player. But is he ever going to be elite? You probably have that answer, whereas you don't have that answer if you're projecting it with Caleb Williams. It's that old thing. He is going to be a pain in the butt. You though. don't want him to become Trevor Lawrence. Right, you want to talk about Hollywood. Caleb Williams is going to be. Oh, he's going to be a pain in the ass. Oh man! But you also don't want Justin. Might hold Fe- out next year. You don't want Justin Fields to become. I'm allowed to pay you. Oh well. To become Trevor Lawrence. What if Justin Fields has okay, you're pretty good, but not quite there? You don't want that. Keep churning. Yeah, I, I would. I would go Caleb. I, I like Drake May, though. There's some polarizing opinions on Drake May. I've seen it all over the place. Like, number one overall. I think Daniels. I don't think Daniels makes it. I like him. Oh, okay. But I, he no, better not play like that. I, I like him Woo! a lot, but I don't know if he's top three like some people have. Man. Yeah. If he's going to play the way he plays, like, it's one thing for Cam Newton, but, mm-hmm. man, he's going to be, like, jumping into SEC linebacker. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot there to, to kind of, un, you know, unpack. If if he if if Jaden Daniels plays in the NFL like he played at LSU, he's gonna have he's gonna have two forms of transportation, whatever car he buys with his signing bonus and the cart. <laughs> you cannot do what he does. Uh, that is not consistently. Dude, go look at like the highlights. Well, he can throw man. Okay, yeah. well then throw, but don't be doing all that extra stuff that you're doing. Man. I like him. He wants all the smoke. Hey, I I respect your heart, mm-hmm. but my God, man, yeah, you are crazy. Yeah, I, I I he's he's the most fascinating one of of all the quarterbacks. College football, ESPN, and the college football playoff are in an agreement on a six year, seven point eight billion 
dollar extension. That's a bargain. I don't know if it is or not. It yeah. seems like a lot of money. I don't. I don't know if it is. It's, it's an awful it's, lot of money. You but- got the twelve teamer. Is it going to be weird not watching the SEC on CBS? Well, yeah, um, but I, that doesn't really—I mean, doesn't really change my appreciation of well, it. You know, I'm, I'm just by saying, any stretch, no, it's going to be great. It's, it's on ABC gonna, now, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, but all I'm saying ABC, is ABC, ESPN. No, it's going to be cool. A billion dollars a year. So does that mean Gary Danielson's going to have to call Big Ten football? Yeah, they're good. They talked about that. <sighs> yeah, the old Purdue act. Did he go to Purdue? How is Gary Danielson so great? He doesn't get the credit he deserves. He pulls it off, but he doesn't get the credit. No, he, he deserves. doesn't. He's not mentioned with all the all the top ones. I think he's, he's really. Good. I think he's really, really no, good. He's the man. Yeah, I really do. But but I, I don't know. I, it doesn't sound right. But six years of a college, of a twelve team. Keep in mind. Yeah, a twelve team college football playoff for seven point eight billion dollars. Be wild. That's a bargain. Bargain. Yes, it is. Justin Verlander. Pitchers and catchers have reported to spring training. Here's Justin Verlander talking about how he's feeling. I'm a little bit behind schedule right now. I had a little hiccup early on that's resolved itself, but I have to be really cautious with how I'm building up. I guess my body doesn't respond the same at 40 as it does at uh, 25. So I shut it down and picked the ball back up. My shoulder didn't feel so great. So kind of had to take a step back, really be diligent about my buildup. I've always been somebody who luckily could just pick up a ball and start throwing it. And this time wasn't quite as easy. So had to slow down a little bit. And I've always liked to give myself as much rest as possible. So my timeline is always a little tight having to slow things down a little bit put me a little bit behind you know i'm a couple weeks behind why are you laughing at me man i said pitchers and catchers report what's yeah. your deal that's the, that's <laughs> you the sound excited man sitting there giggling man that's the you same excited that's the same way get the count, uh, countdown clock going <laughs> that's the same texture that uh wanted us to to get to get past all the taylor so, Swift discussion oh, by the way they have already announced that uh josh Hader is going to be the closer so oh, ryan yeah. presley hey we're not even yeah. going to play with you bro yeah i like that nice setup man get it out of the way mm-hmm. what about this intro music yeah, what about his intro? You can't do that in the eighth. I think you can. With no, me. I think nah, you can. No, nah. no, 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 no. Me and Figgy are very emphatic on this. I don't know. No, about no, that. no, no, no. No more Johnny Cash. No, I think you can. No, nah. Here in this city, no, you can. No, <laughs> that is not going to happen. No, I think eighth have, inning. I think no, you, I think you can. Now, I think every player should have a wrestling intro or something. No, I think I think wrestling intro should be part of baseball. I, it makes it better, but. No, you cannot play the Johnny Cash and turn the I lights off. I think you off. can. Hey, here's the thing about Justin Verlander, and the boys asked me about this this morning, uh, Sean and Seth. Like, DEFCON 1 means high alert, the world is about to end. DEFCON 5 is everything's cool, don't worry about it. On on a DEFCON 5 to 1 scale. What, what are we doing right now? Why don't we just say scale 1 to 10? What, what, I'm just telling you like, what you they have asked to explain, me. You have to explain DEFCON to me? Just say on a scale of 1 to 10, how concerned are you? On a scale of 5. Dump all that. I, I, I'm just saying what Sean and Seth asked Why me. did they do that? Well, they did. On a scale of 1, DEFCON, to 3. <laughs> now, let me explain this to you. On a scale of 1 to 10, how worried are you? Okay. Don't do what they do. 5 being nothing to worry about. You want to do what Sean and Seth do? I'm, I'm changing it. All right, continue. 5 being nothing to worry about. Hold on, a texture. No, I, 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 I,
One oh, by being, the way, texters have updated us yet again. It, one being the world is about to end. I'm at a five with Verlander. It well, doesn't bother I, me the least. I don't bit. expect much, so I'm fine. Like I'm cru- I'm in cruise control right years in the middle. Old. He's forty. You got him. He's for cheap. been through enough spring trainings. Whatever. No one knows how to prepare for a season more than Justin Verlander. This is just his way of saying, you know what? I'm going to take a break this year until it's time to ramp up. That's all it is. Shout out to Joe Espada for just getting it done. He just went and met with Presley and figured it out. Good for him. Nice. Very, very nice. Coming up next, it is Valentine's Day, and we have a game to play. The H-Town Dating Profile Game Show featuring some of your favorite athletes. Next. All right, it's time to play. The game that's sweeping the nation. Shout out to all the loopholes. If you listen, you are one. Hope you're having a good Valentine's Day. If you are not, you might do what many folks do and hit the dating apps. Now, in order to hit the dating app, you got to have a dating profile. I have with me 10. 10. Dating profiles for Houston's local athletes. I want you and Figgy. I got a guess. I got bullet points for each one. All right. I want you and Figgy to guess oh, man, this is not gonna which well. lonely athlete is looking for love on Valentine's Day. Ready? I guess. Number one. Mm-hmm. She swiped right, and she found this about me. I'm used to being around women, so I will treat you like a princess. Will Anderson. Correct. You got you got a lot of sisters. Oh, Correct. Five sisters. Yep. Yes. One to nothing, Figgy. Uh, more about Will Anderson. My body of work as a man is even better when you get into the advanced stats. And I might change my number soon. So text me quickly. <laughs> yeah. He is Will gonna Anderson. Ch- going to change his digits. Figgy, one, Lopez, nothing. Play yeah. along, loopholes. Yes. Lonely lad number two. Okay. Sorry, but you can't wear heels on the date. Oh, 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 hold on. Can't wear. Oh, that's Tank Dell. Incorrect. Oh, I got because he was short. Next clues. I've been accused of being a cheater, but I am a faithful companion. Biggie, you got anything? I don't know. Accused of being a cheater, but I'm a faithful companion. Loopholes are getting this? Yes. Cheater. My favorite animal is a goat. These are Texans? No, they don't have to be Texans. Oh, I was thinking mm. Texans. They don't have to be Texans. Oh, a lot of them are going to be Texans. Oh, okay. Can't Jose wear- Altuve. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't yeah. wear heels. See, I've been know, accused of being a cheater. Okay. Been accused of being a cheater. Okay, so Houston okay. athlete. Yeah, a lot, most of them are Texans, though. Okay. Next one. Next lonely lad here mm-hmm. on the In the Loop. Valentine's Day dating profile mm-hmm. game show, which Figgy's up to nothing. Yeah. I grew up in a wild place, but don't consider myself wild. I grew up in a wild place, but I don't consider myself wild. Oh, man. What's his name? Oh, man. Grew up in Las Vegas? Don't ask me to go to Whataburger in and out all day. Oh, oh, oh. 
Hold on, I got this. I'm, I got this. I'm happy. Oh. I'm always happy and upbeat, even when my back is against the wall. Uh, Christian Harris. No. No. Brevin Jordan. Grew up in Las Vegas. I knew okay. it. I knew it. Likes yeah. in and out. Told yeah. us on the show. Yeah. So no one gets that point. Next one. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to prove I'm elite. This is in his about me section. Okay, just trying to prove I'm elite. Laramie Tunsil. Incorrect. The internet has a lot to say, dot, dot, dot. Titus Howard. Final piece on the about me. A nail salon is the perfect day. Jalen Green. Oh, Jalen Green. Golly. (laughs) (laughs) The ideal first date section, a nail salon. (laughs) You know how they have the perfect first date? Let's meet at a nail yeah. salon. Perfect first date. All right, next one. Do you want color? Yes. <laughs> next one. In the loop. Dating profile. Game show here on Sports Radio 610. Mm-hmm. I'm not down to conversate. I'm just about that action. Mm. Perfect food. Cajun. Biggie? I'm not always emotionally present, but I'm one of the best booze in the world when I'm there. Not down to conversate, just about that action. Favorite food, Cajun. Not always emotionally present, but when I'm there, I'm one of the best. Mm. Derek Stingley. Oh, oh okay, okay, yeah. I got you. Okay, yeah, not always there, have. not always there, but when I'm there, yeah, I'm the best. I, okay, I, I should have got. Doesn't yeah. talk much, yeah, just yeah, about yeah. that action. Yeah. Occasion food threw me off. I should have got that. Okay, yeah. All right, next one. I prefer tall women because I had someone short yelling at me for a long time. I prefer tall women. I don't know what this thing is. I'm very coachable and can end up in the right spot. I don't know. My faith matches my first name. Why are we not good at this? All right. So prefer tall women because I had someone small yelling at me for a long time. I'm very coachable and can end up in the right spot, and my faith matches my first name. This is good. These are good, hard clues. Or hard for me. Is it a Texan? Yeah. This one's so easy. After you say the name, it'll probably be easy. I prefer tall women because I had someone small yelling at me for a long time. Oh, it's got to be a Nick Saban guy. I'm going to say... My faith matches Christian my first Harris. name. There yeah, you go. Yeah, Christian yeah. Harris. See, that's a combo. Yeah. My, that's a combo. Yeah, y'all both get that. <laughs> my faith matches my faith matches my first name. Because okay. Nick Saban's short. Yeah, the first yeah, name yeah. was throwing me off. Yeah. I'm thinking like, Tank? All right. Next one. Now, someone said Mechie, and that would have been logical after the first one. Next mm-hmm. one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to cover the bill because I can't cover. Oh, my gosh. Jalen Petrie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was going to say Denzel Pyramid. <laughs> Final Jalen Petrie. I don't always tackle the task, but it's not for a lack of effort, and my bosses at work love me. <laughs> Next profile. Music taste. 
Okay. In the music taste section. Okay. Snoop Dogg or Nipsey Hussle? Snoop Dogg or Nipsey? Is that CJ Stroud? Yep. Yeah. Where yeah. you at on that one, buddy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm very religious and give all the glory to God. I like Houston, but I'm more of a West Coast guy. Yeah. Next one. Mm-hmm. Final one. You're on In the Loop Sports Radio 610. I'm never late. I'd much rather get there early. I'm never late. I'd much rather get there early. This is Larry McDonald. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got a target on my back. <laughs> got a target on my back. I have expensive taste and can afford it. <laughs> and I have a target on my back. Yeah. So there you go. It's a Texans dating show. That was great. You're on in the Those loop. were Sports not easy. Well, they weren't for me anyway. Those were not easy clues by any stretch. Mike Evans, sign or decline? Again, for me, are we talking two years or four years? If we're talking two years, sign. 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 Guy's made $110 million. No income tax in Texas. If a team from out of out of you know, another state that does have income taxes gives him four years, I'm not sure how big the bonus is going to be. You can give him a freaking front end a bonus here on a two year deal. I mean, you can give him forty million dollars, uh, and then all of a sudden he's got 150 million dollars in the bank and has a better chance to play at home and and maybe win. The Texans right now, the good thing they have going for them with the free agency is how many true contending teams in the NFL have the cap space that the Texans have. Like, it, it, it's really not a long list. Not a long list at all. So does uh, does Mike Evans put you over the top is really the question. Uh, I don't know how, you, how he couldn't. And I think you can still sign a running back. Oh, for sure. I think right. you, I see. I think my thing is, you you can't just say Mike Evans, boom, done. That's our free agency, and then a bunch of little guys that not little guys, but wouldn't you know, even guys, be able to fill a roster. Uh, the guys that that can fill the roster. Uh, look, here's the thing. Here's the list of teams. I'll just run through it real quick. How many teams have at least fifty million dollars of cap space? Commanders, not a contender. Titans, not a contender. Texans, that's in order. Patriots, not a contender. Colts, whatever, not a contender. They got to sign Pittman. Yeah, not a contender. And then Bengals and Lions. Bengals got to sign Higgins. And they're, they're going to tag him, it seems like. Um, and then the Lions. So the Lions are in a good spot. Yeah. Bengals are in a, in a decent spot. The Texans are in the best spot of among teams that you can say are contenders. That's why Mike Evans and then maybe uh, – you know, a defensive tackle, uh, 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 an inside presence, you know, other elsewhere, uh, running back. Like, if you can get Mike Evans and Josh Jacobs, who's not going to consider this team a contending team? Yeah, and then you have a good draft. Yeah. You get the one-year guys just accordingly there. Mm-hmm. Good with that. That's why I will say smart big money. Not willy-nilly, not just spend for the sake of spending – but you have it. You're one of few teams that can be attractive, not just with your quarterback, but with the, the uh, ability to contend in 2024. Get it done, man. You're in a good spot. 13's open, too. Texans are in a really good spot. Tank changed that jersey number last year. 13's open. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right? Yeah. What do you, What number do you think uh, Will Anderson's going to go to? 
I think he's changing for sure. I think he's changing. He needs to change. Damian Pierce has 31, which was his college number. Yeah, he can't have the single digit. I mean, I meant like lower. I, I said single when we talked to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think he's just going to have to look at what's available. He either needs to go in the nines or he needs to go lower. He needs to go as low as possible or he needs to go in the nines. The 51 just doesn't work. You mean like 90-something? Yeah. He's not doing that. Okay, well, either go 90-something or go low. Yeah. He, um, Get rid of 51. I, I don't know if he was talking about it on air or off. And I don't think he would mind me saying that. I, I I just got the impression that in the 90s don't do much for him because he's a sleeker player. He's a faster player. So I think he's going to be in the 30s or single digits. But he can't do single digits because then he would be a linebacker. Yeah, and they classify you yeah. and all that Yeah, money, so I'm thinking whatever. in the 30s. Rich Hunt and Seth talking about that today. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you're in the 30s. Mm-hmm. Back there. 31. Hell, Pierce, change your number. You need to change the scenery, sir. Maybe. Yeah, or even if you're here, just change the number, man. Maybe. Yeah, just change your jersey Change number. the karma. Change the vibe. Yeah, shake it up a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get it done. Change it. Yeah. Let's get it going. Let's eat. Time to roll. Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig with you here on Houston Sports Leader Sports Radio 16. Going back to the dating show thing, uh, 214 said, Altuve's married. Oh, damn. He's going to get in trouble with his wife for having that dating oh, profile. Man. Our bad. Uh-uh. Our bad. Shouldn't even be on the app. Uh-uh. <laughs> He was on Bumble, man. What is this? <laughs> oh, I forgot to delete it. What is this? I forgot to delete it. Well, you were on it yesterday. It's a social media app, you had right? pictures from a month ago. You were on it yesterday. I thought it was a social media app. <laughs> is uh, I, I want to ask our young loophole, 713-572-4610. Uh, we're married in this room, but are you... Uh, are you swiping on Valentine's Day? Like all the Bumble users, all that, whatever you're using... Are you are you swiping on Valentine's Day? Because I think it might go well for you. Just go have a good time. They just want to get out of the house. I could see where that would work. I, I could see where it would be nice for you. Yeah. Boom. You Love know that action. Hey, you ain't got no Valentine either. Hey, let's link up. Yeah, let's yeah, go. Man. Hey, meet me at Kirby Ice House. You know what I find really really sad, and I know this is going to alienate some people. Oh but, God, but here he goes. Okay. No, I don't want to hear this. No, I'm going to. Nah, say you. It. You seem to piss off listeners, John. I do not. Listeners love me. You seem to piss off listeners. Because I'm honest and I'm likable. All right, go ahead. How do you feel when somebody's posting on their social media, whether it's Insta or whatever, TikTok, that they're going out to Valentine's dinner with themselves? It's sad. It's sad. It's sad. I've seen some local media types do this where it's like, just sitting here single on Valentine's Day. I think someone who covers... A squad last year when something was going on, they took a picture of a mascot and said, here's my mascot because I'm single. Yeah. How is she doing? Who are you talking about? I don't know. No idea. <laughs> I said I want to talk about the dude, man. Oh, really? I thought I, it was, uh, I, I was she? thinking of somebody else. No, I, and I, I look, I think it's kind of like not a cry for You don't have help. to apologize for being single. Yes. Like, you don't have to yeah, apologize exactly. for being single. It's great. Okay, like 55, 60 percent of these weasels who are married, like in their 20s and stuff. I'm not talking about you if you're listening right now. Maybe I am. Shout out to the loopholes. If you listen, you are. They're going to be divorced pretty soon. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just enjoy yourself. Don't, yeah, don't a lot of married here. people can't do what single people can yeah, do. Don't sit here. Don't sit here and count your clock. It's just one day. About it. Do your thing. It's, it's just one nothing, day. Man. It's not even a fun day. And it's actually it it's sucks. Not, it's not even why. It's not even that I'm mad at those people. That it, it's insincere when they say having a date with myself on Valentine's, loving it. You know, that's kind of sad. What it, what I'm really sad about is that Valentine's Day does this to us. 
makes us feel like yeah, don't you're feel bad. you're worthless if yeah. you're single. No, you're straight. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it makes everyone feel that way. That, that it does, just in a general sense. John Lopez towing on himself while he got married so early. No. <laughs> uh, 713 says, swiping all day. The lonely girls are looking hard today. Okay, there's that too. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. <laughs> I'm swiping, bro. 832 <laughs> says it's a uh, it's a big reach for attention when it comes to like yeah the single thing. I just it, it, it what about what about the Valentine's Day? Oh stuff? God, <laughs> I was just about to say I'm hanging out with my girlfriends for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> they the would race. all. Here's the thing about that, and they all put the picture up of like them like toasting with. Their well, stuffing. here's here's the thing about that. Again, the male be, hater rally. Just just being honest, no. They would all rather not be there. No, okay, it's like they, the, they would all yeah. rather what's not the, be there. What's the movie? I, I don't think I'm dating myself with this movie. What, what is that movie with Tom Cruise? Where, come on, it's it's one of his best. Uh, the Agent movie. What, what's it called? Uh, Mission Impossible. No, no, the like the Agent Agent, like sports agent. Oh, Jerry Maguire. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where there's that male haters club that yes, gathers yes, around. That's exactly what. And it they're is. all like so jealous that Renee Zellweger's with uh, it, Tom Cruise. Yes. Yes. They had like the the weekly. Male haters club. Yeah, and he walks in, and they all look at him like he's—they want to kill him. It's Galentine's. Yeah, would you would rather not be there? If y'all had a man, y'all would be with y'all man. <laughs> exactly. But the worst. But but I would rather be in that territory where you're doing that than I think the no man's land is the one who tries to turn chicken salad into chicken ish, and like you try to have like some sort of like escape on Valentine's yeah, Day, where yeah, it's like, yeah. man, I really got to crank it up. It's like, dude, y'all ain't gonna be together in a month. <laughs> You're making this awkward for yourself, sir. <laughs> did you uh, did you hit the grocery store yesterday and grab the flowers? No, I uh, I ordered them. I did I did the romantic thing. I ordered them and sent them to her office. Damn, bro. Damn right. It's extra forty bucks. I'm a veteran, man. <laughs> <laughs> extra. That's an extra. Who knows how much? Yeah. The other thing is the um, the candy on Valentine's Day. Like it just. I don't mind making a purchase. Like the flowers, the price of the flowers is going to be the price of the flowers. Mm-hmm. But that candy's going to be fifty percent off tomorrow, man. Well, you can get it, give it to your side chick. Like you go get you some. You go get you some candy tomorrow. Isn't tomorrow side chick day. I don't know what tomorrow is. Yeah, I think is that's that what they call it? Is yeah. National Side Side Chick Day tomorrow? Yeah, I think so. That's what they call it. Yeah, uh, yeah. They get the fifty percent off candy. Oh yeah, that's what the text line says. Hey, sorry, I was working yesterday on Valentine's yeah, Day, so uh, you know we can hang out today. We didn't do anything. I was just working. Man, you're buying these damn M and M's. The the markup's already there, and you wait one day. Mm-hmm. You can go get those M and M's for the same well, price. There you go. That's tough, man. Mm-hmm. That's real tough. <laughs> Someone says, "Do like T Mill and send to Orbit." What does that mean? The mascot. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, what it I means. seen I seen on Twitter his brother. Um, I guess his um his wife sent Orbit to his job or something like that. So um, the mascot game, yeah, that's a lot. Hey, Boy, I he would, got me beat. I would be. <laughs> yeah. I would be very very disappointed. I would get cut. I would get cussed don't out. Overdo it, it on Valentine. Hey, if you send me Orbit, I'm gonna say how much did that cost? And I wish you would have just given yes, me a gift card. Just give me the money. I oh. wish you. I wish you would have just given me a Visa gift card instead of paying a couple hundred dollars to send Orbit. Yes. Who wants Orbit? Like what? Like what makes what what's horny about or orbit coming to you? Some people are just weird. <laughs> what's horny? The the Milners are so weird. Like Tyler won't even watch the Texans play a game so he can go golf with some stranger. Yeah. And then his brother on Valentine's Day has Orbit coming to his damn thing. Like they, their sports like identity is like so out of touch. Their instincts are insane. The Milners are weird. 
What are we doing here? Shout <laughs> out to Sterling. Like, hey, shout like, out to Sterling. Yeah, some people like that type of stuff. Some people but, have them at their weddings. But don't overdo it, man. 300 bucks. Don't do that. Yeah, give me the hey, money. Hey, come here. Come here. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah you. Come here. in the hallway. Come here. Yes. Tyler Milner walking in right now. You walked by at the wrong time. Wait, what is this? Oh, you got yourself some voodoo. All right. He's or got no, him what some is cookies. That? He's got him some cookies. Got a, got a little crumble cookie. Crumble. Oh, yeah. For what? Yeah, I guess Valentine's Day. Dude, who sent Orbit? What? What is this we're hearing oh, about sending Orbit? Yeah, I sent Orbit. I sent Orbit You sent Orbit? Oh, I you sent did Orbit that. I thought it was What's your that brother? got to do with Valentine's Day? Uh, Nothing, really, except <laughs> my wife loves Orbit. But yeah, I didn't know that Orbit was also visiting my little brother. Apparently, my brother's wife ordered orbit to okay. go visit him so how much does it cost to send orbit i'm getting in your pockets it's like three bills somewhere around there dude why are you doing uh, that all right because because <laughs> megan loves she like loves orbit oh my god it made her day this is her the, office you're making it for her birthday then this is valentine's <laughs> yeah, you're making day everybody look bad I like mean, if you that's wanna, how it was marketed but if, if you want if you want to send orbit do it on her birthday valentine's day makes that. no sense so i've priced that i priced like a year or two ago i priced orbit coming to the house for megan's birthday a lot more expensive than really? this valentine's day deal they were running yeah you know i wrote a valentine's day poem for you you did yeah i did well, I need to hear this. Roses are red. T. Mill is his name. He's H-Town true unless there's a golf game. Oh, get the <laughs> hell out of here. Lunchtime Confessions uh. coming up next. Watch this. These are my confessions. All right, Lunchtime Confessions. We confess our sins to you, the loopholes. Shout out to the loopholes. If you listen, you are one. Some of these confessions have to do with sports. Some have nothing to do with sports, but we're transparent with you 24-7. Let it hang a little bit lower during lunchtime confessions. It is time to confess. If these Mad Dog bottles are not gone by tomorrow, I'm throwing them away. Thank you. It's tacky. Figgy. Thank you. Yeah. Season's over, man. Yeah. They should have. And if you're going to do it, like if you're going to do a drinking bit, drink. Drink. Yeah, I mean that's like that's that's not a gone couple by tomorrow. Sips. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's pretty rough, man. If they're not gone by tomorrow, they will not be here when we start our show. Yeah, that's almost like a kid that hadn't hit puberty yet grabbing his dad's Playboy. It's like okay, <laughs> like, good you, job. Oh, what good are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna do? You? You're cool. Yeah. Like, drink the damn Mad Dog if you're gonna do the bit. You're gonna do the bit. Do the bit. That's what are you enough, doing, man? What is that? Like, that's enough. <laughs> Makes me sick walking, looking at those things. <laughs> they call it First Beer Monday. <laughs> ain't nobody opened the blue one. Yeah. Is what, it still closed? I mean, what are you it doing? Yeah. It's, you don't deserve The red one ain't got nothing. If you're not going to drink the whole thing, it's not, It's not. you don't need to do the bit. They're going. They're yeah. gone. Yeah. Thank Just you. saying. They got to share one or Appreciate something. Appreciate you, man. Just saying. God, put, a, put a nipple on it or something. <laughs> Watch this. So yesterday I watched the most popular show on Netflix right now, the most popular movie, uh, and I know there's a lot of loopholes that have recommended it, and I've I, I've seen the uh, the reviews and stuff. Um, it was called Lover Stalker Killer. It's like an hour and a half ish, and worth my time. All right, let me just say it's this. a movie or like a doc. It's like a documentary. Let me okay. just say, let me say this. Yeah. First of all, my confession: it was it was dumb for me to start it after twelve o'clock. Oh yes, shouldn't it was. have done that. Oh, yes, man. it was. But my other confession: if you don't know what's going on in this thing, fifteen minutes in, then 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 I question your judgment. Oh, it's one of those. I, for me, it, yeah. for me personally, it was blatantly obvious fifteen minutes in mm-hmm. where this was going, what direction this was heading. Yeah. Now I, I saw that there was those like, are very disappointing. Well. A lot of people weren't disappointed by it. Yeah. So I don't want to skew you in any direction, but for me personally, 
15 minutes in, it was abundantly clear what was going on. Yeah. Here. It's still entertaining. It's still good. There's still a lot more to it than than that. But yeah, lover, stalker, killer. Yeah, I, I hate those. I, I can't remember the name of one, but I had one recently where it was a documentary. I'm like, okay, well, I know what's going to happen here. Yeah. Should have just changed. You never changed. Like it. You never changed the channel. You're like, okay, maybe I'm wrong. No, I liked it. I watched the whole thing. Yeah. It was still good, but it was but like the title gave it away. Yeah. No, it, it really didn't. But it, I mean, it was. You'll. I mean, yeah. just, I, just check, I it, check out. it out. Yeah, check it out. Watch this. These are my confessions. I don't think your HOA lady is going to do a dang thing about your uh, complaining to her with the parking situation. If you were listening yesterday, you heard. Uh, at this time, you heard us talking about uh, the, the nonsense going on in your neighborhood. I think, because I overheard some of the conversation, I think you're the safest one in that in that neighborhood. No, and I think they're just doing it because they want to tow people. Yes, of course. Yeah, she has no... I mean, she she was... But, like, you came at her pretty good, but but fair. Yeah. I mean, you weren't cursing. No, I was just asking yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah, but, but facts. it was pretty good. I think she's embarrassed. They have one person in mind that they want to tow. And that's why they made the whole thing happen. Yeah. I mean, it's five. It's five board members. They just all want it. They they all have the same opinion. If one mm-hmm. has it, they all agree with it. There's no pushback. There's yeah. no logic. But yeah. yeah, I mean, you got nothing to worry about. Me, I, I know that. Yeah. But but I, it's not about me. It's just about the the logic that's being that, that's being displayed or lack yeah. of yeah. by people in charge. I got to register for an app, but I can get towed. Lady, yeah. how does that make sense? <laughs> Even, I gotta, even I, if you registered, what you're saying. And then I said, so I have to register someone for three days, and then she's like, yeah, if they're going to stay longer, you just ask us. Yeah. I was like, oh, so I got to ask Donna if my mom can stay for a week for Thanksgiving. Oh, please, yeah. Donna, hopefully, please, please. Can yeah. my mom spend the night? Come on, Donna. That's what I said. Can my mom spend the night, please? Come on, Donna. And I, like, let's say you ask Figgy out to your house for dinner. Figgy, just let me know three days in advance. You know, because yeah, figure, I got to register your car, man. <laughs> or sometimes stuff happens. What when, when if I get kicked out of my house or something? I got to crash a Landry house. Oh, uh, you have to. You just have to ask permission from Donna. <laughs> Sorry, Figgy, you can't do it because you got to register yeah. your car. And man. then she tried to tell a story. This was what really got me upset. Yeah. And this is where I was just like, "Come on, lady." Because yeah. I said, "I said, look, I, this is all I want. I just want you to be honest with yourself and admit that." Oh, I heard this part. I just want you to literally admit. This is all I'm asking. Mm-hmm. That. It makes no sense for me to register if I can just get towed for parking in a visitor spot. This is a neighborhood, by the way. This isn't like an apartment complex. Yeah. And then she changed the subject and told the story where she was like, well, uh, <laughs> there was a 75-year-old woman who had to park far away because there were residents parked in every guest spot. And I said, okay. There's like different sections. So you're telling me that she knew the cars of every single spot? Just tell, just tell them directly. And how about the people at the house? Like, let her in and go park her car for her. Yeah. You know? But they just they just really just want to be able to, they want to be able to tow cars. And I told her that too. I said, yeah. man, I don't know how you sleep at night towing someone's car. I don't exactly. give a damn. Like $300 like towing? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. But then it's many people have complained. Oh, many people. And I said, oh, many people. How many is many? Yeah. And then she said, well, it's interesting you say it's hard with the app because 50 to 60 people have already registered. I said, oh, so you can get specific when it's a decent amount, but there's many when it's clearly like not very many. <laughs> How many is many? She's like, oh, uh, I've only gotten a few emails. I'm like, yeah, because people are just listening to y'all. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. So come on, ma'am. Mm-hmm. All right, next. <laughs> All right, so 
I have a wish mm -hmm. for the Texans to start the season. All right. And I will accept nothing other than this wish. I want to face this team. You're demanding it. At this destination, anything else will leave me unsatisfied. I'll tell you that at 1. I'm trying to think. I'll tell you that at 1. Okay, I'll, I'll think about it a little 1 o'clock. Okay. Gotcha. I'll think about it. People are saying my apartment does the same. This is a, this is this a, is a, this is a neighborhood. This if is I'm a, paying for a house, man, I should not have to sign up for a damn no, app I'm not registering yeah. for, for my mom to come visit. I'm not registering for nothing. How, no. Does this app? I'm paying for this house, man. I asked her. I said, does this app, does the app have cookies? She's like, <laughs> uh, I'm like, okay, so you're getting our personal information. She's like, well, I see you haven't registered. I was like, oh, so you're just stooping around. Yeah. You're just stooping around so that every time I register, you're just going to see. She's like, well, I'm not doing that. I'm like, you just said you were, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, kind of lost in the whole uh, spring training thing with the Astros is Dana Brown said Lance McCullers Jr. and Luis Garcia are on track for return to the active roster the second half of 2024. I don't listen to Dana Brown when it comes to these things. Lies. Yeah, I don't listen <laughs> to him anymore. My confession is, even if you've been told that, you you shouldn't even say it with their track record, with especially McCullers. Like... <laughs> I don't believe you. Let me put it that way. Not lies. I don't believe you. I, I shouldn't believe you, and no one should believe you. Right? Lance McCullough, oh, he's on track. Okay. We've heard that multiple times. He's on track. Sure. <laughs> sure. I kind of I kind of feel like this is an old man activity. I want you to let me know if you do this or not. Okay. Man... I'm going to eat hibachi tonight. Mm -hmm. I've, I've looked at the menu like three times, just trying, just acting Everybody like I have that. to decide. Are you a look ahead at the menu? Everyone does that these days. Now, that your, used to be like, remember you back in the day, you would take home a, a take, you got like a restaurant, so you'd get a take home menu with it. Yeah, <laughs> so you can look at it for next time. That's the old. That's the old day. Did you know that Benihana? You know that Stevie Stevie Oki's dad who founded it. Mm -hmm. The uh, yeah, we talked about that the DJ. Once. Yeah. Because there's even like where if you get chicken or steak, it's called Rocky's Choice, and it was Rocky Aoki. Oh, cool! Yeah, so that still lives on. Dude, I don't go to a restaurant ever, hardly, when I'm not looking at the menu first. Because it's right yeah. there. It's we it's usually your, go to the Instagram. Yeah, it's in your pull hands, up the Instagram. Man. I go to Google Maps, check on the menu. You can even see the prices, all that stuff. Yeah, that's not an old man thing at all. Not even close. Lonestime Confessions here on In The Loop. Coming up, the unnecessary and necessary breakups on Valentine's Day for the teams around town. Should the Astros break up with Alex Bregman? Should the Texans be breaking up with Jonathan Grenard? We'll cuss and discuss next. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents In The Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. All right, so necessary or unnecessary breakup? Here on Valentine's Day, the the Texans and Jonathan Grenard, necessary or unnecessary breakup? Ooh, that's the best one. That might be the best one. Unnecessary. Oh, you want to sign Grenard? Well, see, that's that's. I think if you can get him, nah, you know what? I'm gonna change my mind. I'm gonna say necessary because I think I don't think you can get him at a price. I think he's at that place in his career where he's gonna have to cash in. I think the market might speak to him, and I think Jonathan Grenard, you might be able to get him at an affordable price. That's a big ask. He's never he's never had a fully healthy season. His best year was clearly a contract year. 
I, I think there could be I, I think he could try to test the market and, and it might end up being a, a a benefit to him. I hope you're right. I just don't think uh, I just don't think that's gonna happen. I, I think he's going to like this is a this is a true once in a lifetime opportunity for him to to cash in a way that he would maybe he never even thought he would cash, you know? Twelve and a half sacks gets you paid, man. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I think it's necessary. Let's move on. Let's try to find some uh, someone that D'Amico can uh, sprinkle some some dust on, and let's yeah. let's address other areas. Yeah. Necessary or unnecessary? Alex Bregman couldn't even bring myself to say that. I think it is necessary, but it sure does. It just feels weird, man. It feels weird We've that seen him grow up, man. Yeah, because and not only that, but like he is just as he's not as beloved, uh, I suppose, as as Altuve. Yeah. But but he's beloved, uh, and he's he's been integral, younger. Um, why isn't he? Why isn't he the priority? You know, here, here's one of the things on Bregman, real quick. The whole thing about as long as I'm an owner, the window's always going to be open, that Jim Crane said last week or week before, um, that's just PR. Uh, that that, you know, that way they can lowball Bregman comparative to what he's going to be offered. Uh, and and they, they can say, look, we tried. We made an offer. Is Bregman, like, is Bregman worth 10 years, $300 million? I mean, is, that, is someone going to give him that? Uh, I don't know about 10 years, 300 That's what they're talking about. They're talking about him like, no, I seeking saw that. 10, 300 Yeah, I saw that. But that's also Scott Boris, you know, because Scott Boris is his agent. Like six, seven years at that same 300 rate, I think I'm a little confused why the Astros wouldn't do that. Necessary or unnecessary breakup on Valentine's Day here on In the Loop Sports Radio 610. Texans and Dalton Schultz. Unnecessary. Sign him. You can get him for a year. Just keep doing this. Keep piling on those one-year contracts. Maybe two. Maybe two if you if you really feel frisky. I don't know. He's pretty, he is at the top of the tight end market though. Yeah, it's, a, it's a weak market, um, but I think he loves Which is it good here for him, and it's very good for him. And I think uh, I think he likes it here, and I think you still bring another tight end, and he would be perfect for a young tight end coming in. He'd be perfect for him. So bring him back. Bring him back. Devin Singletary, necessary or unnecessary breakup? Unnecessary, but I want to know the details. You want to know what yeah. the other options are? Yeah. Yeah, I want to know what the details are. But I think He's not a starting team. running back. We know that. Uh, pay him as such and bring in a, bring in a starting running back. Right? Oh, I mean, pay him like the complimentary back that, that he, he is. can be. And, yeah. I, and he's a really good one here. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not when, – when you look at the decisions you're going to have to make, like, it's not – I don't see any team in the NFL that is saying, man, we bring in Devin Singletary, we're going to start him at running back. I don't, I don't think that exists. No, it's not going to happen. Uh, now he is going to have suitors because of he had a really good year. Yeah, uh, and, but in a similar role, and he would have a similar role for another squad. Yeah, yeah. Get down with that. Bring him right? back. Bring him back. Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig, with you here on Houston Sports Leader, Sports Radio six ten. The Grenard thing is interesting. I, I do wonder what they're gonna, what they're gonna do, how they're gonna approach that. We're gonna see them perhaps starting to. Uh, mm-hmm. Sign their own guys. You see franchise tag, all that. The the running back thing is really what I'm just like. Man, please, please say. I think wide receiver, tag. running back, interior defensive line, D tackle, whatever you want to call it. And I think safeties should be on the board. 
I, I really do. I think there's some good safeties out there that can maybe take you to another level, and who knows you know, how you're going to be there. But uh, definitely start with wide receiver and running back and then go from there. C.J. Stroud laid out his dream team. No Nico Collins on that dream team, man. Don't, don't act like it's an insult. This was Nico Collins with uh, Micah Parsons laying out his uh, his perfect NFL squad. Devontae Adams at X, Tank Dell at my slot, my F. LT at left tackle. Um, my guy from the Ravens, 70 at left guard. I got Humphrey at 53. Quinn Nelson at right guard. Um, I got Lane Johnson at right tackle. Got Jameer Gibbs. I know you like that. And my running back. I got myself as quarterback. Travis Kelsey as my tight end. And I have Jamar Chase as my Z. You like that? It's not enough, but it's cool. <laughs> okay. What, what does Michael Parsons say? Not enough for what? <laughs> not enough for what? Yeah. Uh, maybe he put out his dream defense or something. You got Chase on there, that's for sure. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> that ain't happening. And Jameer Gibbs, big fan of Gibbs as well. Uh, and his two Texans were were tanking uh, and, and Larry Tunsil. It's good. Where's Titus Howard and Nico Collins? Well, they're sitting behind Lane Johnson and uh, who was the other? Uh, Quentin Nelson. <laughs> I think that's a good trade off. Nah, uh, Nico's behind. Oh, Nico. Y'all thought you said Nico's uh, behind Chase. Yeah, yeah, behind Chase. Yeah. Or Adams. That's a good list that he's got there. And it, it's impressive that he he just can't quit Tank Dell. They're they're a combo. Nah, they're a bromance. They're yeah. one of the biggest bromances in town. Yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, to them. Tomorrow, John Lopez is going to name names. He's He's been throwing this smart big money thing out you like there. that don't you no but <laughs> he's gonna actually name names tomorrow mm-hmm. with this smart big money smart big money thing that he's throwing out not there. willy-nilly not just wasting money smart big smart money. big there's there, there are players there are players that that would fit perfectly with the texans we'll get them hell i'll even give you options i'll let you choose oh, i get options yeah i'll give you options okay we'll do that tomorrow uh right here on in the loop sports radio 16 after Little Valentine's Day action. Figgy, what are you and the wife doing for Valentine's Day? Uh, we chilling. We actually celebrated this weekend. Oh yeah, this past weekend. Wait so. a minute, you can't celebrate Valentine's Day early, man. She look, she she got a rough job right now, man. So by the time she get home, she be out of it. So I get it if your birthday's like on a Tuesday. Hey, we're gonna celebrate Saturday. A lot of people celebrated like this Valentine's weekend. Day? Yeah. No way. We working people, man. We got stuff to do. Oh, of course. Nobody else is. It was the only free weekend I had in a long time, so. Yeah. I man. don't know about it. I mean, I get birthday, anniversary. Hey, our anniversary's on a Tuesday. We're going to go to such and such Saturday night. Man, my old I lady be tired after work, man. She driving all the way from Baytown. Yeah. We be trying to chill, man. <laughs> so what'd y'all do? But it's still Valentine's Day. Yeah. What'd y'all do? That's cool. We chill at the house. We I got her a gift. Uh, we had some 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 grown people time. We had a good time. Man. You didn't have to tell me what all did that. You do it? I mean, if I would have said we chilled at home, I mean, then yeah. you would have been like, "Oh, why are you chilling at home?" No, I, I just I, I mean, just, damn, I, dude, that's too much information. So if I would have said we chilled at home, then yeah, what? that I would have said okay. No, you would have been like, "Oh, no. you ain't go nowhere." I don't need to know about y'all like that. Man. I said grown people time, man. I kind of like that. I've never heard him say that before. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I know I was sitting right here across from a kid. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't know that's where we were going. Landry over here. I wouldn't ask if that's where we were going to go. <laughs> Man. I mean, we ain't going to hibachi like you. Yeah. That's a regular Tuesday for us. <laughs>
<laughs> we well, gotta look at the menu. Grown people time. Grown people time. What are you ordering? Uh, Probably the steak and shrimp. Kids rice. The combination. <laughs> combination. Kids, kids rice. One kids rice, yeah. please. Yeah. <laughs> you feel cheated when you go to hibachi though. Sometimes when you order shrimp though. Don't oh, you? Good though, no, man. I'm, see, it's I'm good. actually lucky yeah. because my wife don't eat seafood, so they always give her shrimp, and she just slides the shrimp over yeah, to me. I just mm-hmm. always so I get a little extra. Maybe I'm petty, but like if I when I go to hibachi and I get shrimp, I feel pissed that they're giving everyone else shrimp samples. It's like I made the commitment to the <laughs> shrimp, and now you're cooking oh, you're cooking two extra shrimp per say, person. Yeah. That's not you're not doing that with this dude's steak. I would love to try what he got. Give me a little steak sample. Yeah, this guy just ordered the fillet. <laughs> yeah. I would love to try his fillet. Yeah. But I ordered the shrimp and you're minimizing my shrimp because you're giving everybody else two shrimp. Shrimp on is good, man. Yeah, but man, it's it, they take away the special feeling of it because everybody's getting a taste of it. Best value for a hibachi is Shogun. You ever been to Shogun? Have not. Shogun, They're all over the solid, place. Man. Solid, isn't it? Yeah. Really all good over value. The place. Solid. Really good value. Coming up, I have a wish. This is how I want the Texans to open the season, and I think I can sell you on it. Okay. Next. Let's go around the NFL to keep you in the loop. This is Houston's Sports Leader, Sports Radio 610. This is where I want the Texans to open the season. And, and, and there's not I'm even interested a close in this second. A lot. Anything, else, anything else, I will be disappointed. That much. That much. I want to open the season in New York against the Jets. No, I'm serious. I want to be in New York against the Jets, avenge last year's ugly loss, have as healthy of a team as possible, and I want to see this capping where the Jets are saying that Aaron Rodgers, 40 years old off a torn Achilles, was tearing up their, their defense. I want to face the Jets. Big stage, Aaron Rodgers hype. Place where you got whooped up on last year. Get it over with early. No cold weather. I want the Jets. That's not a good one to start with. I want Figgy, do you believe the this? Jets. Of all the options out there, like the Jets to yes. start? Yes. I don't care about Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Hope he makes it through the first quarter. I mean... That might be the only intrigue. Is he going to you know, make it through a, the entire game? I was actually looking at the schedule because of uh, what we were talking about yesterday, You know, all the things that this is going to be the toughest schedule they've had in a long time. I started counting primetime games, like what would be a primetime game. Give me the Jets. Jets on opening night would be one. Give me the Jets. Jets on opening night would be one. The Jets. Please. Texans are playing on Thanksgiving in Dallas, right? Please give me the Jets. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about the Jets. That's the one that jumped out to me. Why? It's not that big a deal. Because, man, like, it's... That weather last year was awful. Well, that that part is true. I don't want them to have to plan that weather. I think this Aaron Rodgers stuff is getting over-romanticized. I want the Jets. Open the season. Let's go. How about some... uh, Sunday night, Monday night, football type of joint. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers versus C.J. Stroud. I think there's other options there. But, I, I mean, I get your point, I guess. It just wouldn't be my top option. I mean, they've talked about the Texans opening uh, the entire season up at Kansas City. 
They've been one of the three options, I guess, that I what, saw. on Thursday? On Thursday. That would be sweet. It's a big advantage because you get to uh, – Yeah. Sometimes the Super Bowl champ is vulnerable in week one, plus you get to play Thursday, which really isn't playing Thursday. Yeah. So you're playing a Thursday night game, but it's not like you're playing four days later. It's, and then yeah. you get the long rest right after. You get two – It's an advantage. At least two during the season of long rest. I'm, al- I'm always amused by the um, – because last year with the Ravens, my whole thing was you're playing the Ravens at the perfect time. Yeah. Like you're playing the Ravens week one. It's a new offense, blah, blah, blah. They're going to be gelling later in the season, and, and you don't want to face them. And you'll get some people who will say, why would you want to face Baltimore? Baltimore's a really good team. Look, mm-hmm. I didn't say I want to draw 32 teams in a hat and hope that I take Baltimore. Like, the opponents are already set. Yeah, like You're going to have to go to Kansas City no matter what. So the question is, would you rather have Kansas City week one or would you rather have Kansas City week 13? Yeah. Week 14. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome to just the highlighting C.J. Stroud uh, versus Patrick Mahomes. Your entire off season would be preparing for the Chiefs, so you'd have plenty of time there. You get the extra off week in essence, like you just mentioned. Now that th- I think that'd be good. Look, we've we've got plenty of time. It comes out in late April, uh, early May. Uh, the schedule. Uh, we got plenty of time to discuss this. But I was looking at it. I was thinking Cowboys on Thanksgiving. And Do you want Thanksgiving? I would love it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Against the Cowboys. Would you go? I don't know if I'd go. Maybe. Let me tell you something, sir. Mm-hmm. That Thanksgiving spread at the Cowboys press box oh, yeah. will be the best Thanksgiving <laughs> meal you've ever had. I've had it. Yeah. It is off the charts. Yeah. If I go, I'd probably just it's go. Not just, they got the turkey. They got the prime rib. They got like. Multiple desserts, multiple pies. Mm-hmm. They got the best, perhaps the best mac and cheese in the game. Really? Oh, God, yes. Oh, yeah. God, yes. Man. Yeah. Mashed if I go, gravy. I'd probably go as a fan and just fry turkey in the parking lot. Okay, Hardo. It's not a Hardo. It's called being a good tailgater. Being a real good tailgater. So, I don't know if you got it like that, though. Dude, I've been doing it for 30 years. Nah, but I don't think you got it. You, you've been doing it at your house. I don't think you got it. Like I don't think you can travel. I've done it. And fry a good turkey. I, 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 I did a Texas-Texas A&M game fried turkey. Okay. Probably when you were in high school. Okay. Cowboy? Yeah, but I I doubt the taste was there. <laughs> oh, pff, get out of here. I don't think you got it like that. But yeah. but, but, but I'm, I like your confidence. Uh, uh, it's not confidence if you back it up. Okay. Yeah. Or it's not cocky if you back this it guy? up. No, come on. <laughs> We go to the game and fry a turkey in the parking lot. Damn right I will. (laughs) Damn right I will. First of all, you never do that. I've done it. No, but not not now. Like at this at this stage in your life, Landry, you're (laughs) telling Lopez. All right, commit to it then right now. Well, I don't know if if it's going to be Thanksgiving. Okay, but if the Texans play on Thanksgiving against the Cowboys. Commit to commit to going and frying a turkey in the parking lot. I've fried turkeys every year. I'm not year. saying what you did. I'm telling you, commit. I have to and carry that this, stuff Vicky. every year. Mark this. As a matter of fact, put it in the November folder. Yeah. <laughs> commit right now, Hardo. Hardo? It's not Hardo. It's not cocky. I can fry the hell. I fried two or three turkeys no, a no. year. Okay. But okay, so Lopez. My, is gonna... I got I got neighbors coming up to me saying, hey, buying a turkey is, hey, can you fry this for me? That's different. How is it different? That's you... different than saying, hey. I'm going to travel three and a half hours up 45. You put it in the back of your truck. I'm going to go fry a turkey in yes. the parking lot. Yes. This is the easiest thing ever. Now, if I was to say I'm going to. Okay, so commit. Well, okay. This is what I'll commit to. 
if if the family wants to go and it's on Thanksgiving, well, I can't. Of course, they're not going to want to do that. Why not? Because they got they want to hang out with their fam, relax, right? In Dallas, watching yeah. the Texans beat the hell out of the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you you know how you know how many turkeys I've fried like over without, the years? like this Lopez probably in Lopez. the hundreds Lopez. Okay, I'm not saying you can't fry a turkey. I mm-hmm. know that. But how hard do you have to be to act like you're going to go in the parking lot and, and fry a turkey no, no. on Thanksgiving it's, from Houston to Dallas? It's easy. And you know the other thing? It's, you have one little steel burner and a, and a can of propane. All right. Here's the That's other thing. That's it. Here's the other thing. Put here's, it in the back of my truck. Here's the other thing about, yeah. about you. And I do, I do mean you. And I mean you people. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the loopholes. If you listen, you are one. Nothing goes harder than Lopez family holidays. The Lopez family holidays is true. are some of the most bonding, like magical, elite food, elite things ever. And y'all are always at the house. Yeah. And you're telling me you're just going to tell the family, hey, I'm, I'm going to Jerry World. I'm going to fry me a turkey in the parking lot. We've done it. I commit. No, no, I'm saying we've done exactly that. Yeah, at College Station. Yeah. Yeah, that was a long time ago. So, are you willing to leave your family to go? They go with me. They go with me. So you're gonna because you got a big family now, man. Yeah, Yeah. you got the grandkids and all that stuff. So, so you're gonna go. So so you're gonna you're gonna hey, grandbabies, let's let's go let's go fry a turkey in the parking lot. If they want to go, I'm in. I'm in. I've done it hundreds of times, literally hundreds. It's gonna be hard for them now because they got other families too. Piece of cake, man. Piece of cake. Look, I. I know you're the barbecue guy, and I know you got your sauce, and I appreciate the hat you got me as well. Yeah, but you don't you don't have to push it too far. How is it pushing? <laughs> like like well, I don't think you understand how easy it is. You get a couple of gallons of peanut oil, a steel burner, and a bottle and a and a can of propane. That's like easier than barbecuing on the road. Like it's easier to do that than if I were to say I'm going to cook a brisket at my tailgate. It's easier to fry a turkey than to cook ribs, chicken, or brisket in a tailgate. It takes less stuff. Uh, it's more it's it's more straightforward. No, it's it's easier to do what I'm saying than what I often do, and I've done as recently as this past season, uh, go and cook two chickens and four racks of ribs. That's what I did on my last tailgate. But they but you ju- you did but the whole path to that conversation. Mm-hmm. We're in the sticks here on In the Loop Sports Radio six ten. The whole path to that conversation. You did what Figgy hates most. And that is? You literally, you literally just did it, but you did it in a different form. How's that? Figgy, when we start talking about the best food ever, what is your pet peeve whenever whenever it happens? I, the best food is the one I make. Yeah. Oh. I'm telling you how great the food is. By the way, they estimated the plate. I think it's like $75 a plate, like in the press box in Cowboys. I'm, tell, I'm laying down the food for food for food for food, like how good the food oh, yeah. is. And Lopez goes, I'll probably just fry a turkey in the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, that's not one-upping them. <laughs> that's not one-upping them. So what I'm saying is I probably won't even go to the press box, so I'll probably fry a turkey. Where's the best steakhouse in town, Figgy? Where's the best steakhouse in town? Your house? I make it. <laughs> I make the best steak. I did not do that. Where can I get some good barbecue? I don't want to mess with the press My box. My barbecue is the best. <laughs> the best barbecue is you making it at home. <laughs> But I didn't do that. You said uh, press box, and I didn't doubt you. I'm just not going to mess with the press box. If I go, I'm going to go as no, a fan. No, you go eat and leave. I'm going to go as a fan. No, you go eat and leave. Yeah, just go as a fan. You you eat and walk out. Nah. Just take the grub. Take Jerry's grub. I like and chilling, man. Walk out. 
But th- that's why I think you should just stay at the house, man. Why? Relax. Chill in the pros- pros- I mean, in the parking lot. Relax. Mm-hmm. Watch the game. Well, I'll be watching the game. That's for sure. Get it going. On the text line, I guess my man card is revoked. Okay. Why is that? I, I guess because I don't want to fry a turkey in a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> I guess I, 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 I'm good there. Yeah. Man, then you got to carve it. Then you got to. Yeah, it doesn't sound fun to me. Yeah, it's man card or not. It's really not that difficult if you know what you're doing. Just go through the steps. How long does it take? Three and a half minutes a pound. So you get a usually those turkey fryers. You can't get bigger than about a 13 pound turkey. See, this tells you how many turkeys I fried. I can tell you exactly what to do. Uh, and then you get the big jug of peanut oil, but you also have to get the smaller uh, plastic bottle of peanut oil because that the big jug. That's where they try to get you. They try to buy you. Let's make you buy two big jugs. Just buy one big jug and one regular size one. That's enough peanut oil. First thing you do is cook a rack of ribs in the peanut oil. And that's not necessarily for anything but hors d'oeuvres because the rack of ribs is going to, all the fat and juices from the ribs is going to season the peanut oil. Then you take the ribs out, let people yeah. munch on those as an appetizer. Then you put your first turkey in and you go about three and a half minutes a pound, no more than about a 13 pound turkey. Uh, then you let it come out, let it rest for about 45 minutes. Should just fall so apart. So how long does this pull take? Pull it back out. Three and a half minutes of uh, a 13-pound turkey. What is that, about 36 minutes, 38 minutes, something like that per turkey? I usually do two or three. But the key thing, people, before you fry your turkey, throw a, cu- a rack or a couple of racks of ribs into the oil, and that's going to season it beautifully. Take that Landry Locker. I could do it in my sleep. I Somebody could- on the YouTube chat said, what do you do with the oil? Oh, uh, you save it. I save it for like usually about a month or, or two later. So you just take it to the house? No, no. No, no. Put it back in the jug. I got a funnel. I got a, a kitchen funnel. Put it back in the jug. So Not, how long is this process? It's, like I said, it's a couple hours at the most. So you're going to leave here at the game's probably at 3. It's a 3.30 I'll kick? I'll probably go spend in my sister's house the night before. Okay. Yeah. But what do you do with the oil? That's a great question. So, like, you put the oil back in the jug. It's not going to be as much. Can't you just walk up to the press box and get a fresh This turkey? is better, and it's easier because I mean, I'm making it. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and what you do is you put the oil back after it cools down back in the jug. And then the, about a month or two later, get some fish and fry the fish in that oil, Figgy. Okay. Ooh, baby. Okay. That is some good stuff. That's a lot, man. That is some so good stuff. So what's up with the sides? Oh, that let, the, let somebody else worry about all that stuff. The guys, the girls, whoever else comes, bring something. You come, you better bring something. What's your best side you make? I don't know. Figure what's the best side you make. Um, probably the best one I made was that brisket mac and cheese. Ooh, that was legit, man. Ooh. Okay, so Figgy's bringing the brisket mac and cheese. I got the turkeys on lockdown. Yeah, you know I'm good. And I'm the, going upstairs. And, I'm going up to the press box <laughs> and the rib appetizer. No, nah, I'm going to the press box. All right, well you can't come back down. That's fine. You can't have any. No, I'm good. Yeah, I'm up there. I'm in. I'm walking around Jury World getting some. Mm-hmm. Stadium styles and stuff. I'm chilling. I'm good. <laughs> Lopez is on YouTube. Lopez will probably fry a turkey in the in the parking lot while his mu- wife is shopping. <laughs> not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad idea. What's your best uh, side? You gotta have one. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I don't really have like a good side. You like, don't have I a go to? Not really. And we make we make sides. It's pretty pretty basic. So you're basic? Make some rice, make yeah. some, yeah. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> Why you sound like that saying it? You just like, yeah, it's pretty basic. 
Because I just feel bad for Lopez for for wanting to fry a turkey in the parking lot when I when he can go get a it's easy elite free. Meal I just upstairs. gave you like the entire. You're, giving, you're stressing me out, bro. I gave you. I you can, know how bad you're gonna smell in the game. I don't care. It's football, Landry. <laughs> the hell's that it's mean? It's a stadium. You're supposed to smell like it your tailgate. Terrible, man. You ever been to it? You know what it smells like in a tailgate in the parking lot. Enough said. Said they're in. Marty, shout out to Marty. Yeah. Tell me your best side, Marty. I got the turkeys locked up. Marty be making some suspect stuff though. Sometimes. What? <laughs> some of his some of his food picks on Facebook. If we're being honest, mm-hmm. he 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 doesn't always hit. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, next time he brings barbecue, it's figgy Damn. me. It's figgy. And you. We got yeah. more figgy. We got we got more. <laughs> sometimes he hits, but sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he'll put something up. I'll be like, man. Yeah. Damn, when did McDonald's start selling beans? A couple, couple of our, <laughs> couple of our listeners didn't know about that rib trick. That rib trick is key, man. <laughs> Figgy, you know Marty doesn't always hit on that. I don't see his food pictures on um, social media. Oh, okay, let me let me try to look for some real quick on no, YouTube. Don't do that on man. YouTube. Get T Mills legendary mac and cheese. Yeah, no, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to go with Figgy's on this one. Let me see. We're gonna have to go with Figgy's on this one. Look at this. Here's one. Mm-hmm. You said the start of something good. What are we starting here? Is that corn? What is that? I don't know. What are we starting? Is that cream? I don't corn? know. What are we starting? Is that coleslaw or cream I, corn? I don't know. <laughs> like, what are we starting here? I, I don't know. Um, let's see. Oh, figure you got to bring that, that popper that steak, too, That man. steak looks good. I mean, come on, bro. That's wolf can chili on chips. <laughs> He's going to destroy you. <laughs> He cut the onions too big. I will say that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, why, how did that make the cut? You got to chop them. How a little did you smaller. press send on that one? You got to just chop them a little. Smaller All right, that's a that. good meal. That's a solid meal. Yeah. Treating the wifey. Mm-hmm. What else we got here with Marty? All right. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> what are you doing? Spaghetti here? night. That looks good. Let me see. He did good on spaghetti. Oh yeah, that looks good. Yeah, spaghetti mozzarella good. on top. Yeah, he did a good job yeah. with the spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, what are we doing here? Oh, wow. Come on, bro. Dude, that one is... That breakfast, like, what are we doing here, bro? How'd that make, how'd that make the cut? <laughs> Let's see what we got here. What do we got? That that chicken looks good. That's good. That's good color. Is that chicken? <laughs> Why are y'all doing this to my no, man, I, I, Marty, I, I, man? That was a legit question. It's our man, too. <laughs> that was a legit question. All right, here you go. There's chicken. That's chicken. That's chicken. Yeah, that's that, chicken. See, that looks delicious. That yeah. deserved to make the cut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is that? Come to the tailgate. Bring a side, Marty. Bring a side. <laughs> no, I, actually, actually, Marty, we got the chips. <laughs> you got the chips, okay? We need, we need sodas. We need ice. We need soda. <laughs> hey, hey, can you get some tea? Some red diamond tea. Bring about four red diamond teas and uh. Five bags of ice, please. <laughs> See, that's good. That's a casserole right there. I'm telling you, man, he always puts it up. That's the that's start. good. Yeah, that's the start yeah. of a casserole. Bring that. Yeah, bring, bring that. that. Bring that casserole. I got everything else. There you go. He's got a tomahawk steak right there. That All looks right. great. All right. I mean, what is this? Uh, I mean, that's. I guess that's ziti. Oh, that's good. Looks all right. No, that looks good. I mean, it kind of makes me uh, makes me feel like I'm at the front of the line of the CC's buffet oh, when I'm wow. throwing some pasta on. But Damn. oh, wow. Dang. <laughs> He's going to kill me. He is going to kill you. Uh, this is Ken Carmen. 
talking about the backup quarterback situation in Cleveland. And, and this is sad that the Deshaun Watson situation is such to where the possibility of bringing back Joe Flacco, even as a backup, is not even something he wants to entertain. My intention is to play Deshaun Watson all 17 games. I mean, at this point, we can't take his, his health as if no, it's going to be 100% guaranteed. But we're also looking for quarterbacks that can help out, and we know we ain't getting Joe Flacco. Whoever back. the backup quarterback is, they got to actually and consider themselves to be like, oh, actually, hey, we're good. Well, you're going to play a game. What's the reason I, I say that Joe Flacco ain't coming back? You might not know this. I say there's no chance you can bring him back. The fan base, they, they got Joe Flacco jerseys. The second if Deshaun Watson goes out there and has a bad pass or has a bad game or a bad quarter, there's going to be people out there yelling. There are going to be people yelling anyway, but if they got 15 standing on the sidelines there, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. Now, if I put it over to Mitch Trubisky, yeah. well, if Mitch Trubisky doesn't see the field, then he's just a local guy who's a backup quarterback for the Browns. But I think enough time has passed to where it wouldn't be this hero's welcome if he were to be signed by the Browns as a backup quarterback. He's a good athlete. I bet he could run the offense. You can take care of him. They got I mean, my Mason God. Rudolph. So... So the Steelers trash is going to be our treasure all of a sudden? I didn't say our treasure. I said our backup. That's <laughs> I mean, what I said. And I, I, honestly, I need our backup to be I, our treasure. I said our backup's backup. We got DTR I, on I need roster. our backup to be our treasure. Because you you're going to actually play. Okay, well, I have a veteran presence, and you're not bringing back Joe Flacco. Man, that's crazy. That's sad, this is man. the problem. But Flacco's, no. Flacco's not even – I don't think he's going to be a starter anywhere. Like, he would be your backup. But this is the problem in, in, in Cleveland. That's rough, man. Like you got a $230 million yeah. quarterback, and they sitting there talking about the backup. Yeah, and, well, the other part and of they that. They don't even want the best backup because they, they, they're they anticipating. <laughs> they want to piss off the They're anticipating that Watson's going to suck. That, that's yeah. exactly what I was going to say. The other part of this that's, that's sad, and this is the problem in Cleveland, they are assuming there's going to be boos and calls for Flacco. Do you like do you if if they brought in if they brought in the best damn backup possible for CJ Stroud would that would that impact you at all? None. Zero. It shouldn't even Flacco. Matter, man. They could bring Flacco in. Like let's let's name him by name and I'd be like, "Cool. That's a great guy to have. Bring whoever you want." And if he took this team to the brink, if if Stroud was out or for whatever reason, I don't even want to say the I word. Um as soon as he's back, it's CJ, baby. It's CJ. But in Cleveland, they're anticipating boos and calls yeah. for Flacco. If, if Flacco came here, would we be worried? None. Nah. None. On the text line, 832, as we wrap up uh, around the NFL, how long do you deep fry the ribs? Three and a half minutes a pound. Okay, three and a half minutes a pound. Ribs or turkey? Oh, the ribs. Yeah, ribs. Oh, the ribs. The ribs. No, the, no, rib the, the, the ribs is about, it's, I would say I didn't go by pound, mm -hmm. but I, I would say probably about 10 or 12 minutes at the most. Okay. Probably 10. There you go. Yeah. 10, 12. Yeah. There you go. John Lopez, Landry Locker, Figgy Fig with you. What, what side's Marty bringing? I hope that one that looked good, that corn casserole. Okay. okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Shout out to Marty. Shout out to Nuff You're not side. eating any more of his food. Oh, he's pissed. I'm going to be banned from the tailgate. <laughs> oh, I, I'm not getting any. Or at least for a week. From Marty. You can talk to me for a Banned for a, for a week. <laughs> Coming up, internet goes nuts. A QB in the division has people going crazy, and his name is not C.J. Stroud. I, 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 got, I got the internet going nuts. Internet going nuts here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig with you. Anthony Richardson, he's throwing a football. He's doing so barefoot. Threw it yesterday. Kind of looked like that gif of that guy 
Oh, when it's sidearm or whatever, like the mm-hmm. the Fun. bad movie actor where he's like oh, yeah, throwing the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rico, had, Uncle Rico. Yeah, it had the internet going nuts. People excited about uh, old mm-hmm. AR-15 and what he can do in Indianapolis. He is throwing a football five, six months before camp begins. All right. Okay. Like I, you know, none of this, none of that stuff. You never really know what what they show you, what they don't. But good for him. I, 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 got, I got the internet going nuts. So this was making the rounds this morning. 30 years, of, 30 years ago today. 30 years ago today. And what my big takeaway from this was when I clicked on it was, number one, man, can you imagine if social media was active back then? And number two, Sports Center used to be so much better than it is now. But the Temple coach spotted Calipari giving officials some grief near the locker room after the game. Calipari was on the zebras throughout the game, but his post-game conversation with the officials set Cheney off. You see your kids out there pushing and shoving. The guys did a hell of a job. You had the best officiating you could ever get here. And for you to ride them, I want to be a part of that. I just got my ass blasted for giving them hell down in West Virginia. And here you get a hell of a job right here today. Good job. Three class guys, and you pick them out here and single them out. You can't get that. You got a nerve to threaten a guy. Shut up, guys. You got a nerve to threaten a guy. I'm killing you. I'm going to kill you. You remember that. When I see you, I'm going to kick you. You think John Chaney can beat someone up? Yeah, back then he could. I don't know, man. Looked kind of like Beetlejuice from Howard Stern. He looked a little bit like that, but. He he was ticked off. Yeah, he seemed mean. He was ticked off. Want a piece of Calipari? At Calipari, yeah. But man, Sports Center, I was just looking at it. Sports Center was awesome. You had to get up to watch it. It was must so, watch. So much better than it is now. So must much watch, better. man. Yeah, that was Tarico. Had a higher pitched voice. Tarico, Dan yeah. Patrick, Keith yeah. Olbermann, all those guys. Kenny Maine, mm-hmm. Trey Wingo, Linda Cone. Yeah, you got the whole roster, man. Chris Berman. Course. I saw him in Vegas. Yeah, he doesn't tailor his suits. Obviously. <laughs> he doesn't tailor his suits. <laughs> then like when you the even the analysts, like why why did I I was watching an interview the other day with Trent Dilfer. He kind of explained why he left. But Trent Dilfer was the man, dude. Uh yeah. Remember yeah. Trent Dilfer back in the day? He was really good. Well, he did. He had landed on his feet all right. He's doing all those quarterback stuff. Yeah, Merrill Hodge. Hey, nice yeah. fight, Merrill Hodge. Yeah. Uh, he is not a fan of Caleb Williams, by oh, the we'll way. Talk about that <laughs> he is we'll not talk about that tomorrow. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Well, he also wasn't a fan of Bryce Young. He said CJ was the guy last year. So. Yeah. And Johnny. Remember Johnny? Got a little bit of credibility. Yeah. Merrill Hodge. Mm-hmm. Tim Legler. Tim yeah. Legler as well. Back yeah. in the day. Mm-hmm. And when PTI first came on, man, big time. It's nice. So Michael Michael Jordan's son has broken up with uh, Larsa Pippen. Thank God. Uh, that was getting out of control. Uh, Mason Cameron on It Is What It Is say that 
He dodged a bullet. Somebody got to tell you the <laughs> truth. You're not Lori Harvey. My goodness. And, exactly. and for all of the Pippins, I know that's your mom's listen. But sometimes we find out about our parents and we don't like what we find out. <laughs> I found out things about my parents I may not like, but they're still my parents. Stop embarrassing your children. Allegedly. I like me today, man. I don't even, <laughs> yeah. I only got five words to say, man. So to the, the people. Don't be the next sucker. It's lollipop season. Pause. Because she'll find another one. Yeah. Also, all I got to say is. A mental health. You young she praying on y'all. Don't be the next sucker. Don't be the next sucker. He had her taken. He had, he had, all right. She said she needed to pause the relationship. Here's the story from this girl is awful, man. I don't know how he's letting this happen. You're Michael Jordan's son, dude. Uh, it says Lars and Pippen and Marcus Jordan are calling time out on their relationship. And the split comes after some issues cropped out between them. Ones they are hoping to smooth out sources with direct knowledge, AKA they told you yes. like they do every other story. Uh, say Larissa and Marcus recently put a pause on dating while they worked through a bump in the road with her coming to the conclusion over the weekend that they needed to call things off at least for the time being. Anyway, her and Marcus were first spotted together, blah, blah, blah. They started going hundred miles per hour. Now it's all coming to a halt. She wants to focus on her mental health and blah, 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 blah. Get out while you can. Uh, <laughs> get out while you can. And by the way, they broke up before Valentine's Day. See, Figgy? Okay. Yeah, they did that. He, he did the pre-Valentine's Day breakup rather than wait two days. She did. She did, and rather than wait two days after. She had him around her finger, man. Yeah, I think, yeah that's not the only thing. Uh, uh, yeah, no, so... Get out while you can. The Chiefs are having their parade today. And I saw... Tell me if you see what I, what I saw. They're really drunk in Kansas City. But this is... The guy laying in the middle of the road? Well, that I saw. But this is Travis Kelsey kissing Nick Wright. I watched this video to the, to the end. Like, Nick, first of all, is wasted too. Uh, but he's kissing him. Do you see him kiss him on the cheek? Yeah, that's cool. That's that I mean, cool? he's re- yeah, he's really just trying to like yeah, yeah. They are wasted. Can't wait for a football parade, man. This is this is they are wasted in Kansas City. I don't yeah. know if it's gonna get that bad. Uh, but yeah, good for them, man. I mean, you know, we, yeah, you deserve it, man. You deserve everything that you do. Everything y'all do in that parade, enjoy it. I, and I can't wait to hear some of these speeches that have been uh, that are going to be made. You already know that. Like Travis Kelsey doesn't have very many bags. Is he going to make people cry? No, he's not. No, gonna he's going to say you got to fight for your right to party. Yeah, he's, he's going to ramble. He's yeah. going to say they doubted us. Yeah. He's going to say, yeah, what are they saying now? And then we're going for three. We're going for three. That's it. That's it. So, the Rockets right now, they're kind of in a rebuild. And in Dallas, up 45, you would think that they're in a good spot. However, nobody wants to play there. There's a report that Kyle Kuzma turned down a trade to go there. He would have rather stayed in Washington. Mm -hmm. And then Spencer Dinwiddie, did you hear this? Yeah, I heard it. He was asked about why he would have rather gone to the Lakers instead of the Mavericks. Apparently Dallas sucks. <laughs> the two situations kind of felt like this, right? Let's say you were a kid and you got your ass by the bully. Dallas would have been like your mama being like, it's okay, baby, don't worry about it. 
Lakers are like your dad. Now nah, you better go out there and, and fight till you win. You feel me? I just felt like that was what I needed at the time. That's how I felt about it. What is the deal? What does that mean? Uh, yeah, like like it, basically they're soft, salty, right, man? I mean, that, they're, they're soft, that's right? What he said, yeah, that's what the man said right there. It's pretty messed up, man. And that was the other one that I saw. Um, who else was saying something about Windhorst? Oh yeah, Windhorst. Yeah, yeah, Windhorst was saying uh, Dallas is kind of <clears throat> soft, right? With Luca and Kyrie, I guess yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. So. I think they are. Yeah. Got a couple of Roseanne sons then, huh? I guess Kyrie's. Uh, th- I thought they were kind of trying to flip the switch a little bit. I, I, sure. I, 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 got, I got the internet going nuts. Uh, this is one where I don't buy into the internet going nuts over this. Uh, Justin Verlander, and you've heard the audio here uh, talking about he's you know had a, he didn't say setback, he said hiccup. I'm telling you, people, just breathe easy. There is nothing wrong with Justin Verlander. He wants to avoid as much of training, spring training as he can. Uh, I'm if you're worried about anybody, worry about the other pitchers. Uh, how Fromber is going to respond, and if McCullers is ever going to play. Justin Verlander is going to be just fine. He's just he's 40, 41 years old. I mean, just fine. What's well, just fine? He's man. nothing. He's just going at his own pace. <laughs> he's just going. What at are his you own, saying? Like people are like going over the top because he said it himself. I had a hiccup, and so he's not ready so to start. So you think he's going to be good? Yes. How good? Well, I thought Spillane was had a good point earlier when he joined us. Sounds so surprised. He's uh, our baseball guy. Of all people, Spillane. Uh, no, uh, he's not going to be a Cy Young winner, but he's going to be your ace. He's going to be your guy. He has to be your you guy. sure? Yes. I, 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 so you feel confident in saying that? Yes, I do. I don't. Really? I think he misses at least two months. Two months would be an issue. Yeah, I, th- I think he, I look, man. We we've seen this way too many times. He's forty, dude. He's forty one. So, so two months to begin the season? No, I think over the course or of the over season, the year. over the course of the season, like he's gonna have stretches where he has to miss like four starts, or they have to slow him down, or something like that. Dude, he's old. I mean, I'm not I'm not yeah. saying that bad. That's it's hard, man. Like, no, but what I'm saying is in terms of prepping for the season, this isn't like he had a setback. No, nah, they go at their own pace. He's, he knows his body, and he knows how to get ready better than anybody else. At that else. point, you go in your own speed. Yeah, but if no, he misses Roger two Clemens months. used to be heavy, and then oh, you, yeah. you look at him a week later, it's like, damn, that dude's in shape. He's ready to throw. Yeah, yeah. No, this, this but don't don't over don't overthink that. If he misses two months, they're in trouble because their starting pitching is, is going to be more key than ever. You think he's making 30 starts this year? What did he make last? 35 is about what people make, right, usually? Sure. 30 is a good number. I'm going to say 28. Because some of the times that he sits out might be for rest or skipping a spot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, skipping a spot in the rotation. I mean, I think the hater thing lowers the lowers the blow a little bit. I, but I just don't – I don't expect a ton from him. And they're not, they're not paying him too much. Last year he had 27 starts. The year before that he had 27, 28. Last time he had over 30 starts was 2019. Yeah, so I said 28. I'm going to stick with that. I'll take the under. Under 28? He's old, man. Mm-hmm. He's old. Look at him. He's old. No, you're not wrong. Shout out to Billy Madison. Or wait, that was Happy Gilmore, right? Nah, Big Daddy. Damn. All those Adam <laughs> Sandler movies. I was about to say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, all those. All those. <laughs> oh, Lord. I was talking about the parade. Yeah. Isaiah Pacheco brought an actual goat to the parade. 
Get your own beer, right, man. <laughs> he brought an actual goat. He did what Kevin Hart did at the comedy show. He he stole that. Oh, he did. That was on Netflix. Kevin Kevin Hart brought a goat for Chris Rock, a live goat. I don't remember that on the stage. Yeah, yeah. Get your own bit, Pacheco. Coming up next, Valentine's games. Get your own bit. Lopez has Valentine's poems, and I have Houston Texans and other athlete dating profiles. A very loving time on In the Loop next. Thank you, Figgy. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. All right, ending the show with a little bit of love. Shout out to Jordan and Kevin. John Lopez, 610 poems. And then I have Bumble Profiles. Oh, wow. For some of your favorite athletes around town. Take it away, J-Lo. End it with a little love here uh, with uh, maybe a little twist on the traditional Valentine's uh, ditty, if you will, with some of our uh, little ditty. You've heard of that. Diddy got canceled, sir. Not that ditty. Okay. The little ditty. Roses are red, violets are blue. CJ, CJ does it all and gets God to bless you. Roses are red. Landry likes food. Have you remembered to subscribe to the locker room on YouTube? Yeah. Got to do it. Got to do it every day. <laughs> Roses are red. Violets are blue. Amy Adams wishes she were Hannah and could cook like Cal, too. Roses are red. Violets have pigment. Sean Pendergast asked Nick if he can stay another segment. <laughs> Or two. Or Nick Casario, Texans GM, joining us on the show. Nick, you okay on time right now? Yeah. We want to have you longer than Jay-Z on Breakfast Club. <laughs> Roses are red. Ron the show smokes beef. He likes the Texans, but they sure ain't the Chiefs. It's fair. <laughs> Roses are red and so are balloons. B.O.B.'s gone. He was a buffoon. This is a fact. Football this idiot. another one. Still in my uh, B.O.B. era here. Uh, roses are red and some are brown. Remember Jack Easterby? He was a clown. No doubt. Mm-hmm. I'm giving them their, their due here. Roses are red. Figgy's sounders go hard. Except when he decides to hit me with the race card. Race card! Like that. Roses are red. Seth should not be ignored. Except maybe when he's dis- distracted by the text board. Roses are red. T. Mill is his name. He is H-Town True. Unless there's a golf game. With a stranger. (laughs) With a stranger. With a stranger. Happy Valentine's Day, man. Don't say that to me, weirdo. With that, that, that I'm, I feel really uncomfortable. Man, Landry looks so uncomfortable. Yeah, what when you was said that? that? What's, what's wrong with that? What, what is that? I'm not saying you and me. I'm saying I hope you have no, a happy Valentine's wait, Day. Wait, wait, stop, Figgy, man. happy Valentine's Day. Man. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank man. you, Figgy. Okay. <laughs> weird, man. That's not weird. What's wrong with I you? I want you to have a happy Valentine's Day hey. with your sweetie, with your girl. Hey. Let's just move on quickly. <laughs> Dating profiles for your local athletes. Will Anderson, mm-hmm. about me. Used to be in around women, so we'll treat you like a princess. 
My body of work as a man is even better when you get the advanced stats and text me quickly because I may change my number soon. He is going to change his number. Five sisters, right? Five sisters. Yeah. Jose Altuve. About me. Interested in. Sorry you can't wear high heels. <laughs> Why is that? Personality, type of lover. I've been accused of being a cheater, but it's not true. <laughs> Favorite animals? Goats. Brevin Jordan. About me. I grew up in a wild place, but I don't consider myself wild. Favorite first date? Don't ask me to go to Whataburger. We're going to In-N-Out. Yeah, he told us. I should have known that one. More about me. I'm always happy and upbeat, even when my back is against the wall. How he almost this got true. cut. Yeah, this is true. Jalen Green of the Houston Rockets. <clears throat> oh, boy. About me. I'm just trying to prove I'm elite. The internet has a lot to say. Perfect first date for Jalen Green. A nail salon. Derek Stingley. About me. Not down to conversate, just about that action. Nail salon first date, huh? <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? You're not wrong. Favorite food, Cajun. All right. You. All right. Not always emotionally present, but one of the best booze you can have when I'm there. Christian Harris. Mm -hmm. Woman must be tall because I had someone small yelling at me for a long time. Okay. Sorry about Nick Saban. Shout out to Nick Saban. Uh, I'm very coachable and can end up in the right spot. Remember the interception? Yeah. yeah. That moment. Uh, religion, my faith matches my name. Christian. Christian. So there you go. Yeah. Christian Harris. Jalen Petrie. All right. Ideal first date. Doesn't matter where we go, but you'll have to cover the bill because I can't cover. <laughs> Personality. I don't always tackle the task. But it's not for a lack of effort. Tackle. See what you did there. <laughs> My bosses at work love me. C.J. Stroud, music taste. Some some Snoop Dogg or some Nipsey Hussle. All right. Religion. God over everything. Mm -hmm. Perfect location. I like Houston, but I'm more of a West Coast guy. We got to be honest. He doesn't about hide that. it. He doesn't hide it. Yeah. Uh, Laramie Tunsil. All right. Habits. Pet peeves. Mm-hmm. Pet peeves. I hate girls who are late because I always like to get there early. Or do you? Or do you? I have I have expensive taste but can afford it, and I've got a target on my back. Those are your dating profiles. Right so there. so the first thing you put is like about me on all these. I've never been on a dating app ever, obviously. Yeah. Uh, like I've never even opened one. Yeah. Like – so you, they, those are all legit things that you do. Like for, you put about me and all that, perfect first date, that type of crap. Yeah. That's that's a bunch of crap. I think you answer all those questions. But isn't that just like like Well, the number one the number one red flag for a dating app, I'll tell you in a sec, but first on the text line, seven one three. They have a poem. Oh good. Roses are red, violets are blue, I'm a loophole, and if you're listening, you are too. Dang right. There you go. Okay. That's great. That's a good job right there. That's great. You. Um, Figgy, you ever been on dating? I, don't, I have no idea. Figgy, nah, or seen it? I'm I mean, sure. Yeah, nah, I seen, I seen a uh, couple coworkers had some. I ain't know how it go. Yeah. So but what happens? The number one, like the number one. Do you one, swipe right if you like? 
You swipe right if you like. You okay. swipe left if you don't. Okay. The number one red flag for like if you're reading a girl's profile. Yeah. Hundred percent. This is like. I'm curious. It doesn't matter if she looks like. Yeah. Freaking. Yeah. The hottest girl in the world, and she has everything in common with you. If she says one thing, you. Oh it, wow. You have to. You have to completely just ignore her, and avoid her like the plague. Well, you got our attention. Weaknesses. I just care too much. I just love. Well, too that's hard. like a job. Yeah, that's like a job. But they put that. Yeah, they that that that's dumb. That that that's dumb. Like some of the things you said, like perfect first date, they're gonna lie. You know, like long walk on the beach. I mean, no, no, they'll say something like real basic. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the girl will always try to sound like more like down to earth. Yeah, yeah, but sometimes they'll put like the ideal first date, and it's like traveling. That's, yeah, another, that's, what that's another red flag. Yeah. Traveling. That just means she likes bread. Yeah. Like if for all the single folks out there, if she says she likes so traveling. When she puts traveling, she's a she's a gold when, digger. When she put I ain't saying she a gold digger, but yeah. she like traveling just means they like they, they want to be yeah. they want some green. Yeah. I just care too. Now much. now we all know, you know, you're you're obviously happily married, kid, been out of the game for a long time. But you at one point you were in the game, right? In yeah, the in, of course, in that of course. so What's the what's the hit rate on this? I, I'm very fascinated. What do you mean by hit rate? Like where it's actually sincere, like the person wasn't lying, uh, the picture was uh, you true. Mean like catfishing, like well, just like like you actually got what you paid for, so to speak. The catfishing rate is pretty high. I mean, yeah. like as far as like the dated pictures, yeah, it's pretty high. Like how many times did you say, okay, that's exactly like I saw, whether it was her likes or first date. What she looked like, whatever. Sometimes it just kind of depends on that. See, I'm thinking like 15. percent No, no, it's higher than that. It's higher than that. Yeah, it's higher than that. It's not. It's not an uncommon thing. I would say. I would say probably the majority of couples now meet on these things. That's crazy to me. Yeah, that's absolutely it, nuts. It's nothing to be ashamed about. No, no, I'm, I'm not passing judgment. It's just nuts. No, and it's a good screening. It used to be, man. Used to be ashamed that I've met somebody off of MySpace. Yeah, it's like, a good yeah. screening. Yeah. I didn't want to tell nobody that. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I. I I just can't even relate. I, I'm just fascinated by this dating apps, man. We're talking yeah. about Valentine's and all this stuff. I've I've never been in that game. I mean, I like to keep up with everything and all the apps and all the data and all the new stuff to technology. Dating apps, I got no clue. Is that velvet? Is that what we're rocking there? No, that's, that's Terry. That's, that's Terry Claw. Yeah, that's baby. Terry. Okay. What is that velvet? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I didn't have that. You had that right off the bat. Oh yeah, I know my Old stuff, school, man. man. I know my stuff. Old got school. Got that Terry Claw shirt working. Clint's in the spirit. I like I feel, it. I, it feels nice. Got me a couple of them, man. I got a terry cloth uh, yeah. kick last last year and bought me a couple of them. And mm-hmm. They're comfortable. I was coming through there this morning, and that pink really stood out to me. I figured having yeah. three girls in the house, it would it would be greatly appreciated. Especially so today. I threw it on, and it yeah. still fits. I said, what the hell? Let's rock it. <laughs> That's it. My, speaking of dating apps, when, when did they become dating apps, right? I mean, was MySpace a dating app? I know you're talking about the swipe left, no, swipe right. No, I don't think it was. Honest. I don't think it like, was. I was on MySpace. So your da- yeah. so your dating apps. I, I would say. I would Planet. say. I know you. I know you were on Black. I, I would. I would say there's just there's just as much quote unquote dating Black going Planet's on. Got all the hoes and all the freaks. Yes, I think Black you're right. Planet, on yeah. social media, I'm, I'm just saying fa- social like media in general, man. I mean, the, the DM world of yeah, of yeah. Now you, that I buy. I mean, but, of uh, Instagram and Facebook and all yeah. that. Now it may not be as like. I, I wasn't. I never got. I, I ended when. Which one was the swipe left, swipe right? Uh, that was like Tinder and Bumble. Tinder, I think, yeah. Tinder. It was Tinder. That that's that's when like some of my buddies, right after I got out of the game, were still in that in that yeah. Tinder. Now that took it a little bit. That to me, when I looked at that, when I was like, boy, I hope at the time if I ever have a daughter, I hope she ain't on that damn thing. Yeah. 
I mean, that was that was <laughs> if I free for all of of disaster. Bumble oh. cleaned up a little bit. Bumble cleaned because up they had to that, hit on that, you, that right? Because the girls had to, yeah, yeah. The, the girls had like, to approach the guy. That came all after me. Yeah, I, the, the, I have no knowledge. The of Tinder this. thing when it got me. So I, I got one buddy that was that used it. Okay. I don't know if he ever had any success, but he used it. He used it openly, yeah. right? I mean, I, I think I swiped about twenty one night just for him, just yeah, swiping yeah. for him, <laughs> see if he could have any luck. Um, when I saw, and correct me if I'm wrong, Lock Dog, maybe maybe you don't know, but anyway. It, there was literally a map, like like a, a GPS attached to it, oh, where you you could walk in no. and Tinder would tell you like this person is one mile away from yeah. you. Hell yeah. no! So yeah. you could narrow it down to like really miles, whoers in nine, the same eight, bar yeah. as you are. Oh yeah. no no no! And no, you no, could no, tell no, this chick without ever without ever without the fear of rejection, you could say, "Hey, I'm interested in in yeah. uh, in a little something." Yeah, that's what and, it was. and they would get it across the room. Like that's once I, I was like, "Holy cow!" No way. I'm telling you, uh, no I mean, way. I would have been. I'd have been a lot worse than I already was. <laughs> Holy cow! Travis Kelsey might be jumping back on that uh, here in a bit. If they don't get him off this stage, he's out of control. Oh god! All right, if, if, all right, if they don't, right. I mean, if they don't get him off this stage. I mean, would you relax? He may lose. Lo- I'm just Taylor saying, he may no, lose. You're worried Taylor. about him losing I'm just Taylor because ta- he's acting a fool. Taylor's, relax, Taylor's man. parents Taylor have ain't never going seen. Nowhere. Taylor's parents have never seen the any of Taylor's side. boyfriends as hammered as he is. He is my, hammered. My in laws. You see him kiss I'm Nick, Nick right? Yes. <laughs> I, I'm 15 years with my wife. They have never, ever seen me that drunk. <laughs> I mean, that he tried to he tried to get the words to that what, Garth Brooks. I got friends in lower places. Uh, he almost fell down two or three I times. <laughs> Mahomes, who is drunk, had to save him and grab the mic. Like I, I mean it. They, yeah, it's bad. He's, I've yeah, been he, keeping they've up. They've got to get him off of that that thing. You're listening to KILTAM, KILTHD2. The drive is live. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 